When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Now pump it up and back it up like a talking truck. Back. 
baby, I was chillin' with my lady. I didn't come to get bougie, I came here to get crazy. I was born to get wild, that's my style. If you didn't know that, well, baby, now you know Shuffling. You guys, we did it. Ben Affleck and J-Lo, they're married. Oh my God, we did it. I've been crying happy tears all damn day, you guys. If you've been living under a rock, you do not know that these Ben Affleck and J-Lo have married 20 years after 
they initially were supposed to get married, which is kind of my timeline on how I do things. I give myself a good 20 years. So congratulations. We talk a lot about that today on So Bad It's Good. Uh, Welcome. This is your Monday episode. Sophie's going to come on in a bit. Um, I got to start off top with saying a happy birthday to probably the most special woman in my life. That's Dua Lipa. No, uh, my mom. Uh, happy 74th birthday, Becky Bailey. I am presently with my mom and my dad. And uh, if you guys are new to the show, which I'm sh- a lot of you guys are because you might have found me from like comments by celebs or I was, dude, you guys, dude, I told you on Friday's episode on the Beverly Hills recap. I got to recap Southern Charm on Watch What Crappens because Ben unfortunately was sick, but I got to do it with Ronnie Karam. Um, you know, Ronnie and Ben are flipping geniuses and I was petrified and I got to talk for two hours doing that recap. So if you did not go hear that, go hear that and support and say nice things. So they'll still talk to me down the line. But if you are just listening to the podcast because you heard me over there and you're like, let's check out this guy. You might be like, oh, I already regret it. I didn't want to hear that J-Lo music, that J-Lo jingle jangle. Um, and I, I certainly don't want to hear about this guy's folks, but let me tell you folks, that's why the timestamps come in handy. So I'm going to put a timestamp right where the music stops. I'm going to put a timestamp right when the pop culture roundup starts. So, uh, we also have Bill and Becky Bailey in this episode. I'm going to play a little teaser at the top and then I'm going to put that after Sophie because it gets deep, man. I'm talking life stuff with my mom and dad. And I got to tell you guys, You know, we talk about this. My dad has always instilled how important family is to me. And that's why I kind of treat you guys like my family because I spend so much time with you. And I know sometimes you're like nameless and faceless to me, but I can really, I I visualize who you are. And I've actually talked with a lot of you guys, but you're so, you're so important to me. Um, But I want to say that... you know, we talk a lot about life stuff. We, we, we're, we're such smart asses, or at least I am. We talk about Tamara coming back to OC today. We talk about Ben and J-Lo. We, t- we talk all the, the crap you want to hear about Beverly Hills and Erica Jane and all of that stuff. But I want to say on, on the real tip is that, um, um, listen, my family right now, we're going through a little bit of a hard time in a couple different instances. And we uh, allude to it a little bit. You know, any good thoughts you can put towards my mom uh, in these next couple of weeks would be awesome. But I know you guys, every you know, that's what's crazy is that this is why this is why we enjoy what we do here. And we make fun of the things we do because sometimes our own lives are just, they can be like tough. They can be really real, like shockingly real. And that's not exclusive to me. It's not, ex- you know, it's, it's, it's all of us. We all share in that common experience. So if we can take these moments, and I don't mean to sound preachy because believe me, I wish I could say that I've figured this all out, but I have not. And I'm learning as I go every day. And I'm really scared most of the time uh, in my life, unfortunately. And hopefully, maybe not hopefully, but maybe you guys are too. Uh, You'll hear that uh, with my parents. We have a really, really kind of delightful conversation, but it goes deep. So I don't want to hit that with you all up top because I want to get into the... uh, <laughs> the stupidness that me and Sophie, like Sophie's great because it's just like that friend that you have a drink with and you just are on kind of a mad tear talking about all the pop culture stories of the week. You know, those friends, you all have those friends that you're just like, oh my God, did you hear about Ben and Jayla? Oh my God, did you hear about this? And it's one of those things that sometimes I almost even forget an audience is there. I kind of just enjoy it. And then it's like the hour goes so quickly and 
that's what you're looking is for those things that you can forget that the time passed. You're just like, oh my God, it's over. There were so many things I wanted to say. So many things I didn't get to say. Well, okay, we'll see you next Monday, you know? Um, so yeah, my mom is 74 years old today and literally one of the loves of my life is my mom and not in that kind of way that I'm a mama's boy. I wish I, I mean, I am a mama's boy, but I wish I was even more of like, I want to be more of a mama's boy where she just fully takes care of me. Like I have to do way too many things for myself and I'm just, it's not my thing. I think you guys have heard that. (laughs) Um, so anyways, We'll get uh, to that, uh, but like I said, the Ronnie watch what crappens with me. What 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 a flipping, how flipping genius are those guys? They are just truly truly amazing. I wanted to read you guys something. Uh, speaking about reviews for podcasts, we've been talking about that lately. But somebody sent me something that really made me laugh because I'd gotten a lot of nice reviews this week, according to Meditza and Sandra. And, um, but somebody sent me a review that I, I think this is for me, but it was left on another podcast review page, which I kind of love because, uh, sexy, unique podcast, if you don't know, hosted by Laura Marie Shane Halls and Carrie O'Donnell, two amazing, funny ass geniuses. Um, but somebody sent me this review on sexy, unique podcast and it made me, it really made my day. Like, I don't even, I think we can, after I read this to you, I'm like, yeah, I think this is probably about me. But I wanted to read it to you too. Just, it just made my day. Because reviews can sometimes be so flipping harsh. Okay. So this is on the Sexy Unique Podcast, Apple Podcast page. And it's from Isbla, Isbla. And the headline is Ryan is the best with two exclamation points. And it says, I listen to every show. I love all of his voices. And he's genuinely hilarious. He has a fast wit and a heart of gold. I listen to a lot of other reality things podcasts, but I always start with Ryan's for the unique takes and so many lols. He's the bad boy of podcasting, and I want him to crush me with his manly thighs. Okay, so I think we can all agree that this is potentially about me. And I'm going to tell you why, because... I think I'm uniquely the bad boy of podcasting. I say it all the time. And also I talk about my thick thighs. And that's, you know, if this is about Ryan O'Connell or another Ryan, it would really alarm me because I've seen Ryan O'Connell and he does not look like he has thick thighs. And I don't know if he's ever called himself the bad boy of podcasting because I know he actually writes a lot of literature now. Uh, So I'm thinking this was me. And Isbla, thank you so much for leaving this positive review for me on the Sexy Unique podcast um, page, really. Uh, Unfortunately, I have a podcast called So Bad It's Good. You're listening to it now. Uh, You can flip it off at any time. But uh, listen, the thought is what counts. And thank you so much to Stephanie who sent that to me. That was truly made me laugh and confused me at first. If anybody sends me anything, I always immediately think, and my friend was telling me this the other day, why do you immediately think negative? If somebody says, oh, this person was talking about you, I'm like, was it bad? Was it bad? Wait, what, do they say something negative? They're like, no, they said something good. Um, you know, there are a couple of news stories we didn't get today that I wanted to mention really briefly. I'm going to have all week with you guys, so I'm not going to... Dude, this is what happens every week. I start talking and I just want to keep talking to you guys, but I got to cut it because I I've, have my last morning with my parents in the morning and then I got to leave. And uh, it's, dude, it is just, I want to tell you everything and I'll tell you more when I can. You'll hear a little bit about it or alluded to, but then, man, we got more family stuff going on. I mean, this shit is crazy, you guys. I mean, also, and what, 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 
what kids have to deal with these days. I, I'm just, man, we got a lot of wild shit. And I, I, I'm, I need to talk to you guys or my therapist at a certain point because this is just wild. Um, this is the story I wanted to talk about, talk about, but I didn't get to it with Sophie. Emily Radajkowski, you know, the model that wrote the book, but also the model that, you know, she was in the, the video uh, 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 the you know the Robin Thicke video. That's how we first you know claim to fame, and she's always in bikinis. But she's also like oh uh, you know women's lib and like you know a feminist and wrote that really good book. I think it's called My Body. I could be wrong. She's been on Watch What Happens Live a couple of times. Uh, but a beautiful woman. She's married to this guy Sebastian Bear McLaird for a couple of years, and he's a movie producer. But there's always been like kind of bad rumors going on around with this, this dude. So get this dude. Get this. He cheated on Emily Ratajkowski, and uh, they're planning to divorce amid cheating claims. And the source claims in page six, yeah, he cheated. He's a serial cheater. It's gross. He's a dog. This pair sparked breakup rumors Thursday when Ratajkowski, 31, was spotted without her wedding ring. The My Body author, oh, I was right about the book. The My Body author and the movie producer who share one-year-old son Sylvester married in a courthouse ceremony in February 2018 after going public with their romance only two weeks prior. I have a surprise. She captioned a snapshot holding her dog at the time. I got married today. She then captioned an image of her and her new husband. Um... She said she and Bear did not want to know the sex of their baby because it would be up to the child to decide how they identify. Okay, whatever. Um, so this guy supposedly cheated on Emily Rudajkowski. So what I'm saying, folks, is basically everybody can be cheated on. Um, hey, hey, Tristan, if you're listening, you you know what I'm talking about, brother. Um, everybody can cheat. Nobody is safe. Do not trust anybody out there. You could be a beauty like Emily Ratajkowski or Khloe Kardashian, and you will be cheated on. And I'm sure, I'm sure dudes get cheated on too. But listen, I don't want to be too negative. But it is this. There's an there's an epidemic, and I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about cheating. I'm talking about serial cheaters. This dude cheated on Emily Ratajkowski. Tristan is on a world tour of cheating. This guy is doing what he do, does best, not basketball, literally cheating. I mean, th- we talk about the news with Tristan and Chloe just still blows my, oh, blows my mind. I still have not wrapped my head around it. I know I shouldn't be surprised. And I know you're like, Ryan, why are you? But like, I truly, I truly am still surprised. Um, anyways, you guys, uh, tomorrow I'll be doing a couple Patreon episodes, the sixth episode of girls trip. I already took the notes last week. I will try to, um, to podcast before I leave and put that up on the Patreon as well as a special message from my parents on the Patreon. Um, if you want a cameo with me and my parents do it like today, uh, or I guess in the next couple of hours, but, uh, I don't know. I just want you guys to have the best week ever. I'm so thankful to have you here. I'm so thankful to talk to you as always. Um, and I know some of you guys, uh, you know, some of you guys just want to hear Bravo shit and I get it. That's why I really want to remind you guys again of the timestamps, but also this is a little bit different. We do things a little differently here. I I'm really snarky and, and I sometimes funny and all of that shit. And we go over the recaps and all of that stuff, but I, I'm at a place in my life where I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking about a lot of things. There's a lot going on in my head and I hope it's cool if I share that with you guys. Um, and uh, I feel like there's a place that we can do both. But if not, I totally get it. 
Um, so I'm going to tease you a little bit with my parents. We're going to do the opening. I'm going to do Sophie. And then we're going to come back with my parents for the last like 25 minutes of the show. So remember to use timestamps. But overall, I want you guys to have the best week ever. So here they are, my mom, Becky Bailey, celebrating 74 years of life, and my dad, Bill Bailey. Okay, you guys, without further ado, somebody that is celebrating their 88th birthday today. Oh, oh. Uh, and, and my dad, who's much younger, uh, Bill and Becky Bailey, welcome back to the podcast. Hello, good to be back. That was rude, Ryan. Mom, we're on a podcast. It's a radio show, kind of, like in the old days. But you can't say that I'm that age. That's not my real age. That is not your real... That is a joke. Uh, you are currently celebrating your 28th birthday. 74. 74. Folks. Yeah. You. By the way, you got scared people would believe the 88. I, I said know. 88. I did. Yeah. I did. Okay, so that's a little tease of Bill and Becky Bailey, just for all you new people. Look at that. That's podcast gold right there. If you want to see how that interview uh, ends, please keep listening after Sophie. But we want to get to all the week's events. And remember, we did not even the tip of the ice. We just got to the tip of the iceberg. Keep listening the rest of the week because I'll keep hitting these entertainment stories as well as Bravo recaps and all of that jazz. We have so many flipping good interviews this week, you guys. You have no, uh, I'm telling you. Monkeys literally flying out of my butt. That's how excited I am about the interviews I have this week. I'm telling you, three blockbuster interviews. So anyways, without further ado, she's with us always on Monday. I think she's like a social critic. I think this is this is as good as, good as you get. I mean, come on. This is somebody to laugh with, cry with, all that stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, Sophie Ross. You guys, I have to do a really quick intro because there's literally 8 billion things to talk about. It's Monday, which means a pop culture roundup, and literally so many things happened in the last three days. So with us every Monday uh, to grace us with her wit, her wisdom, uh, and so many other things, her insane knowledge of pop culture. Remember, you can go subscribe to her podcast called uh, So True with Sophie Ross and also her Substack, which actually did a great article piecing together a lot of the Army Hammer information, which we might get to today, but we also talked about last week. Anyways, Sophie Ross, welcome back to the show. It's easy, like the birds and the bees and the one, two, threes. I'm sorry. We should everyone. we should do every pop culture story like in the beginning. I was talking about this with Ron, this with uh, Ronnie from Watch What Crappens, and you know how they add. It seems like they add lyrics to it, like depending on what the storyline is. Like if it's Austin, of like he's not gonna learn without a woman in his life. Like, I feel like we should do a little lyric after each story of like, Ben got married to Jen. Boop, boop. Wait. Okay. So two things. First of all, I was just telling Ryan before we hit record that I've been spending the entire weekend just re-watching Southern Charm from the beginning because I like finally have a Peacock login. So I've just been like really just enjoying myself. Wait, and wait, wait, I, wait. Do you mean enjoying your, you use that loosely, right? Enjoying yourself? Like I made myself watch uh, Thomas Ravenel for like two, <laughs> two hours today. Wait, but like I forgot how iconic Southern Charm used to be. And I also, I know I'm really, 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 really late to the game here, but I mostly like listen to true crime podcasts and like scammer stories. Like I always like the really deep, serious, yeah. like, true crime, whatever podcast. Like I really don't listen to a lot of pop culture podcasts except this one, but um Great, I great finally, saves, great save, Sophie. Great save. I finally, no, but seriously, I'm like just saying that I'm so late to the game. I yeah. finally discovered Watch What Crappens. Like, I hadn't discovered it. Like, I had always heard <laughs> about it, but I was like, 
you know, like the pop culture podcasts aren't really my thing. I like more of like the produced story podcasts that are like about something creepy or weird. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, I really just need like a laugh or pick me up. And I heard it's really funny. I was crying laughing. Like, Which one did you listen to? Um, I found an old, cause I'm watching old Southern charm. I found one old Southern charm one, but I also listened to like another it's recent so Southern good. charm one and just uh, <laughs> the Thomas Ravenel impressions. Like <laughs> I think Ben does. So you guys were talking of course about watch what crappens, which Ronnie and Ben do. And I was actually lucky enough to guest uh, host yes, on Friday because Ben's sick and we did a Southern charm one, uh-huh. but there wasn't really any Thomas Ravenel. Thank God. But Ben does the best Thomas Ravenel. Like, I'll say so. It's kind of a little Sutton, Suttony in a sense of like, I want to shoot that and straight the, to the moon. In the, the chef impression, he's always like, oh, oh gosh, gosh, God. I, dude, I was on two hours with Ronnie and it was like, at times I forgot I was actually recording. I thought I was listening because I would just be laughing. I'd be like, ah. and then I'd be like, oh, I have to throw in. Um, I'm glad you started at Southern Charm though, because it is an iconic show. It's also iconic because of what it's done to pop culture in terms of like we're in today's pop culture, reality stars mixed with pop stars, mixed with movie stars, all of this stuff. And I think we have to hand, uh, you know, today's big news item on Sunday. We really owe a lot of credit to Madison LaCroix, to Craig Conover, to A-Rod, because what happened this weekend, thank you, what happened this weekend is Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez tied the knot 20 years after they were going to say I do. And it all started, you know, part of the reason this all started was because Madison let it out that she was flirting with A-Rod over Instagram DMs. Uh, Craig then drunkenly said it on the reunion. It exploded. J-Lo then broke up with A-Rod. Then we were in that period of time where she started meeting up with Ben Affleck. And we said this was a complete publicity stunt. And now um, uh, a year, uh, I'm God, a year and a half, however long it's been, now they are married. They they got married this weekend. What do you think? Mazel tov to them. I mean, I seriously. Before, I cannot get myself recently to care about anything. J-Lo, Jen and Ben. My own I life. I wish that I could I could find the energy to care and I just like don't care that much so especially because her dress wasn't even like I'm sorry. See, so this is what I I know it was a Vegas wedding, but like she could have had like a serve, you know. Okay. But let me see, this is where I totally miss it as a guy. I didn't know that was a bad dress. Like, I'm like, oh, cool. She looks pretty. She looks really happy. That's what I was. I was, she looks really happy. She does. Ben's I'm in white. I'm being a bitch. I'm sorry. She no, does no, no. look happy. That's way, all that matters. Sophie, I saw it on Twitter. I saw the same thing that you're saying is that this dress could have been a serve. And I'm like, wait a sec. Like, I didn't even think about it in terms of fashion. I was like, holy shit, they did it. Let me read to you what JLo wrote you guys on. Like, by the way, this is a businesswoman. To see these first pictures, you had to go to like on the JLo.com and put in your email address. And I was like, <laughs> and then uh, if you want sexy night of wedding shots, you have to pay $9.99 a month. So that's exciting. Are you going to? Oh yeah, I'm po- totally making that up, but I would pay for a Ben Affleck JLo sex tape, on, uh, a thousand percent. So this is what she wrote. We did. I it. thought we- it was like ceremony photos, and then like the reception photos. Yeah. For <laughs> I was like, oh, that's actually a smart business move. No, I mean she did make you put in an email address to see this, so yeah, that is no, kind that's of wild. very smart. That's very um, smart. 
she says, we did it. Love is beautiful. Love is kind. And it turns out love is patient. 20 years patient. Exactly what we wanted. Last night, we flew to Vegas, stood in line for a license with four other couples, all making the same journey to the wedding capital of the world. Behind us, two men held hands and held each other. In front of us, a young couple who made the three-hour drive from Victorville on their daughter's second birthday, all of us wanting the same thing. Geely too. No, uh, for the world to recognize us as partners and to declare our love to the world through the ancient and nearly universal symbol of marriage. We barely made it to the little white wedding chapel by midnight. They graciously stayed open late a few minutes. Let us take pictures in a pink Cadillac convertible, evidently once used by the king himself. But if we wanted Elvis himself to show that, a co- that costs extra and he was in bed. Uh. So with the best witnesses you could ever imagine, a dress from an old movie and a jacket from Ben's closet. Okay, it was a dress from an old movie. Um, We read our own vows in the little chapel and gave one another the rings we'll wear for the rest of our lives. They even had Bluetooth for a short march down the aisle. But in the end, it was the best possible wedding we could have imagined, one we dreamed of long ago and one made real. In the eyes of the state, Las Vegas, a pink convertible, and one another at a very long, at very, very long last. When love is real, the only thing that matters is marriage, blah, blah, blah. Thank you to the little white wedding chapel. They were right when they said, all you need is love. We are so grateful to have that in abundance, a new wonderful family of five amazing children and a life that we never, we have never had more reason to look forward to. Stick around long enough and maybe you'll find the best moment of your life in a drive through Las Vegas at 1230 in the morning in the tunnel of love drive through with your kids and the one you'll spend forever with. Love is a great thing, maybe the best of things and worth waiting for. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. It's nice, right? Do do you think that was copywritten or do you think she wrote it? 
probably written by someone else, but did she sign it like Jennifer Affleck? Didn't she? She didn't, but that would have been a nice touch because you guys. Wait, I thought she did. I wait, saw wait, wait, something wait. going around. Maybe it was like Photoshop that she signed some statement as Jennifer Lynn Affleck. No, no, that was the uh, that was the wedding certificate. The wedding certificate actually shows her changing her name from Jennifer Lynn Lopez to Jennifer Lynn Affleck. I know, but there was like also a statement with like her, you know, name. You're probably right. I'm just getting this from like notes that I wrote down. So I'm, let me hop on real quick and see. Um, because by the way, this is another one. If you, if you miss a, if you miss those memes, I was like 20 minutes behind trying to catch up to memes is just so uh, stressful. Um, going, going to not skinny, not fat. I know she had. Um, wait, where I'm trying to find it too. Okay. I think, I think who was it? Maybe Bravo. Oh yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. W- with love, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. I was right. But she should have said it should have closed off with love. Don't cost a thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And do you think she went down the aisle to let's get loud? Um, that'd be iconic, actually. Or that would be like the reception. But I guess it was just a Vegas wedding. It was just like <laughs> it was just you, Um, <laughs> listen, I I'm I'm all for it. This is such a nice news story. I don't mind. Like, I I don't even need to pick shit at it. Except that I was thinking it would be great if you had written that copywriting thing. You had like done adore me and uh, J Lo's. Yeah. yeah, you. If you had written down, you're like, I was on and J-Lo's nothing says love this whole time. Yes, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, I don't know. I, Hire I, me. Prove she proved all the haters wrong. Where do you put this in terms of uh, the Courtney Travis uh, Vegas wedding? Wedding, not the Italy wedding. They had the Vegas wedding right. first. Uh, let's see. I mean, Vegas is famous for those kind of weddings. I, I kind of like the Ben J Lo wedding more than it's, the Kravis wedding in terms unexpected. of just motion. It's unex- really unexpected for them. Like, I feel like Courtney and Travis were like, woo, let's mosh. Yeah. Trav. Dude, do you think Travis ever gets pissed off? She's like wearing too many of his t-shirts, his like yeah. really <laughs> nice like metal shirts that he's like, those are worth a lot of money and she just throws them. She wears them willy-nilly now, you know? I miss her era. I mean, I know that he was probably a bad guy, but Eunice, remember Eunice Benjamin or whatever? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what his name was? Eunice Benjamin? Eunice Benjamonis or something like that. I know. Whatever totally... it was. She, they were like so chic together. And now it's like, you know. Sophie, like, what's wrong with you? They were so chic. Just because this guy had a six pack abs. You're like, he, they're so chic. No, they're outfits. They always looked very like chic and, you know, really cool outfits put together. Now it's just like, you know, their skeleton onesies that they always wear, her and Travis. So <laughs> yeah, make a li- listen. I'm used to Travis dressing that way, but I'm I'm still not fully accepting of Courtney dressing that way. I'm not either. I met that's why I miss her old era. I'm sorry. I'm I just wonder the- again, I sound like such a hater. Like these are like happy <laughs> things. No, I'm happy that she is happy and no longer with Eunice, who sounds like he probably wasn't a good guy. I'd miss her style back then. Is that allowed? Do you- Oh, it's total. I mean, anything's allowed. Do you, do you, uh, do you remember that thing when Jax Taylor worked out at the same gym as Eunice and he took a picture of Eunice working out? He's like, I hear this guy's in a lot of trouble with Courtney. It was like pre pandemic and he had like posted it on his Instagram story. (laughs) Like, listen, Jax is good for like a good, like dumb post here and there where he doesn't even get how funny it is because he's cheated a bunch in the past and he doesn't get, he's like, Hey, look at this poor dummy that cheated on Courtney. You know, I'm like, oh man, that's, that's not good. 
Oh my God, Jax. Um, okay, so uh, that happened. I'm actually, I don't know, for some reason, I want to believe in love always. And I actually am going, like, I already had people on my post go, I give it two years. I give it a year. I'm like, I don't, you know, listen, I don't know. Like, I, I want, I don't care if it lasts, but it's nice that it's here right now, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, I hope it lasts. I wish them nothing but the best. And that makes sense that her dress was underwhelming because it really was just like. <laughs> what like, movie do you think it was from though, I wonder? What wasn't she in the wedding planner? Ooh, the wedding planner. Or what if she, yeah, she did a I bunch don't know. of that. Obviously, comes to mind first, made in Manhattan. I don't remember a wedding scene in that movie. I'm trying to maybe Hustlers. it was like a oh, that would be really nice. And I that would have co- it would have been cool if that coincided with her trying to get an Oscar nomination for Hustlers. Did you ever watch the halftime documentary on Netflix about her that was a couple no, months I ago? No, I still haven't. I still haven't. Maybe that's why I still can't get myself to care about JLo. I need to watch the documentary and get invested. But um, wait, what was the movie? What was it called? Anaconda? <laughs> yeah, with the snake. The big yeah. snake. Yeah, that was well, when she was first was coming on the scene. One? <laughs> the snake well, and Ben Affleck wore the snake skin from Anaconda. Anaconda, Anaconda, if I'm not mistaken, is uh famous because there's a scene where the Anaconda eats Samuel L. Jackson whole, like, like the whole oh, body. Yeah, yeah, I could be wrong with the actor, but I think that's what was one was of the it. Big I don't know, I've like never seen that movie, but I've read about it. It's horrible, it seems like something you would like really get into. I know, I probably would like love it. <laughs> um, okay, Wait, so. Samuel Jackson was in that movie and snakes on a plane. Yeah. I think he had a real, listen, Samuel Jackson, there was a good chance in the late nineties or early two thousands. He was in every third movie. Like he was just, he would just pop up randomly in every movie. Well, also I think I told you how much I die for the die hard franchise. I die for the first three diehards. I, my heart ends with live. Cause then once you get to the fourth one, it's like live free and die hard, which is yeah, like, what is even count. that? What does that mean? You know, that doesn't count, but yeah, I'm so glad Russell. Ne- I mean, uh, Randall never got his hands on a die hard movie. Oh my God. Thank God. Thank God. Um, so we have a lot of news. The Ben Affleck one is like a nice little aperitif. I have to give uh, everybody some horrible news. And this is actually just a warning. Uh, and especially for my overseas listeners, I know there's a, you know, Australia, especially has a huge listenership. And I don't think you guys have to be concerned yet, but this is something that I would just rather be like, I, I would rather say more about than say less. Cause I don't want this. I want blood on my hands. Um, Tristan Thompson is on a fuck fest overseas right now. You guys, he is oh, been spotted in Italy. He's been spotted in Mykonos. He is. And it coincides with another story that I wanted to really touch on about how fucking insane it is that chloe had a, another baby with this man even though we all kind of probably suspected it and he's out there partying like there's footage tmz's got footage of him in clubs for and they i think tmz was the one that said tristan on his baby moon because he's about you know the baby's about to be delivered i mean what were your thoughts when you first heard this on wednesday right like okay first of all when i first heard the news i was like I'm just not surprised at this point. We've seen that Chloe has no respect for herself. And it honestly sounds like the surrogate may have been pregnant before the whole. Yeah, the day I love the, the statement was like, uh, this was before the cheating allegations yeah. from December, but after the cheating allegations from the four years prior, like there's so many cheating allegations. Like this is what he does best. Right. 
Right. That's why I like wasn't surprised. I'm just like, okay. Like the whole internet is like, you idiot, Chloe. And it's like, guys, at this point, it's like she is who she is. But when I saw that he was like in Mykonos, I was like, wait, weren't the articles specifically saying that the surrogate baby is due any day now? Yes. And he's just like in well, Mykonos. Okay. Sophie, I had this thought today that kind of gave me peace and solace was that maybe he's not allowed to be around them for the time being. Like, that's why it's like, go overseas. We don't want you here for that's the birth. True. Because also yeah, Tristan is known like, to not really give a fuck about his children. He just had one. He right. still hasn't met. Right. They're like, please, we don't need you causing the surrogate any stress like you caused Chloe during her pregnancy. Dude, a, like, a surrogacy is such a an amazing thing. And, and for the people that volunteer to do this stuff, but could you, do you think the surrogate was like, when they found out was like, Oh, like, like Chloe. Yeah. But then they found out the man was like Tristan. She was like, girl, you sure? Like, I mean, do you think they even get to say like, uh, I'd rather not carry that around. Like that's bad. I'm just trying to picture like the surrogate, like at home in her like apartment <laughs> and seeing the news, like as she has their child inside. <laughs> she's got, I, she's got a spoon and ice cream. Yeah, just, she's like, ice like, <laughs> she's like, she's like watching forensic files and she gets like a tmz alert on her phone <laughs> just alerts all the play and here's the deal you know babies are blessings and it's going to be a boy and then my dumb thought was like does cheating get is cheating in the dna like you know what i'm saying like are we i, I understand that the kardashians are obsessed with having like the same father for their children and that's you know obviously and and true so obviously dumb. It's so true's like a beautiful baby, all this stuff. But like at the same time, this is the part I still don't understand. I ask everybody and I'm going to ask you, how do you teach your daughter like how to be treated by a man if you then chose to have another baby with this man that repeatedly cheated on you and it kind of made it worse as it went on? Because that means when he had agreed to have the surrogacy, he then still went on the road and nailed this girl and had a baby with her, knowing full well that she Chloe was giving him a second shot. Right. I mean, I'm I'm worried about True in general because she has a mom who is deeply insecure and projects her insecurities clearly on her daughter, like photoshopping her photos and making her skin lighter and just like really weird. Like, I don't know. I just photoshops are at Disneyland for the love of God. Yeah, it's just like there's so many things that are going to be difficult for not just True, but obviously like all the Kardashian kids. But yeah, I mean, it's like, how do you. I don't know. How do you treat your daughter to have self-respect if this is how you're publicly like treating yourself? But um, I read like an interesting theory that, um, you know, how Chloe always wanted a boy. And they always said that they're like, Chloe wanted a boy. She wanted a boy. And she had mentioned before that, like, she knew what she would feel jealous of her daughter, which is like, that might be like, I don't, I'm not a mom so like I don't know if that is like remotely normal feelings to have about like you know hoping for a gender I know some people hope for a certain gender whatever but um that she wanted a boy because then she could have like a little mini Tristan who like would have to stay with her forever and he you know he would grow up because now you know how true is taller all the, the other thing is that she's much that, taller than her oh my god than her cousins but it's because well, <laughs> Chloe's tall, Kristen's tall. Though those genes were meant to have like a big boy. She was like, she's clearly worried about her daughter's size and all that. I don't know. 
But anyway, oh my God. she has a new, new uh, you know, those Nurtech Nurtech commercials she's been doing with that. Yeah. You know, she has a new one and it's like another whole, like, it's like fucking the same technology they use in Avatar or something. It is so weird. This, these nerd tech commercials, it's like how, of course she has a headache. Her facial structure is changing uh, by our very eyes. And my thought was like, we had just talked about how skinny she's looking and how, and I was like, I wonder if it's the stress of knowing that she was going to have to make this announcement and we were all going to, and that's the other thing too. Like I, I said this on Friday's show is that. You know, Amanda, not skinny, but not fat, who I I, I really dig. I, I really appreciate, like, she's created such a, like, fucking ju- juggernaut. But she was like, now's the time to put the Tristan hate aside and real. And I'm like, no, we've tried that. Like, no, we're not putting the Tristan no. hate. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, listen, I'm not a hater. I love a lot of things, but I'm sorry. I'm going to call it as I see it. And I'm really, I think haters, I think Tristan's a very bad dude. And I, I, I appreciate Chloe being a good mom. And I think this kid's probably going to have the best mom and family of all time. But the Tristan part of it, no, like people need to be warned about this dude. Like truly. First of all, I love how you were like, I call it like I see it. Well, what's that from? Vanderpump what's that from? Okay. <laughs> I call it as I see it. Oh, <laughs> what, I got Vanderpump, I I got Vanderpump news for you too. Yeah. I call it um, like I see it. But... Yeah, and also it's funny that Chloe is in Nurtech migraine whatever commercials because her face does look like it hurts. No, I know that you do need headache medicine, I'm sure. Yeah. Or do, or like or what's that? What? Oh, I say <laughs> wouldn't it be great if the commercial was like like she gets off the phone she's like just found out Tristan cheated on me again. Oh, these damn migraines won't stop. And then it's like Nurtech for like the for the for the woman that gets cheated on multiple times, you know? We're gonna <laughs> for the woman who gets cheated on over and over and over again. Um, we're gonna watch this in six months. We have to wait like probably six months for this to air on Kardashian season September two. Tw- September 22nd. We got the first preview this week, you guys, where Pete's in it. There's a sexy shower scene where she's like, Pete, do you want to have a shower with me? And he does prop comedy with his cigarettes and tosses them at Chloe. And like, I'm gonna get my dick wet, you know, like and it's like oh my god, I I hated how they're trying to be like so sexual and flirty now. Pete, do you want to shower with me real fast? It's like, why are you asking in front of everyone? First of all, that's like yeah, weird. She I knows the cameras are there, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, in front of my in front of like my sister and my mom. I'm just like, hmm, oh Kim, we just we Kate? love to see Kim happy. We love to see her happy. We can't let Courtney have anything. Courtney was like the one that had this very like sexually <laughs> charged, like PDA filled relationship with this like punk tattoo guy, and then Kim was like, nope, nope. Well, that's seeing, what I would. Yeah, she was like, "How hard do you think it'll go, though?" Like that, Courtney, and it's not going to stand. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Kim could miscalculate at some point and do something so graphic on the show of like just something we should like nobody wants to see. Well, did you, you know, see that one. It was like at the end of like the finale where she was like, she was like, "Oh my god, meet Donna. Donna has seen my vagina. She's like my." And Pico's more than me. More yeah, than me. he goes more than me. And then Donna's like, I've never seen your vagina. Like, what are you even saying? <laughs> You're just like making shit up <laughs> to like sound cool. <laughs> that's actually a really funny bit. <laughs> that's Kim's like, that's my AD. He's been with me for five years. He's seen the inside of my anus. What are you talking about, Kim? Yeah, I, I have a family. No, Don't do this to me. Yeah. She like wouldn't even play along. Like she was like, no, <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't. Kim, we've we've talked about this, Kim. I'd yeah, appreciate he, if you didn't do this. He yeah. was like, more than me. 
And it's like, I still, <laughs> I still don't think he's ever seen her vagina. Yes. By the way, Pete every day prays. He's like, if I go on this trip with you, can I finally see your boobs, please? He's like, today please. is the day. Yes, God. Um, so it's all fake and phony, but September 22nd, the Kardashians are coming back. Uh, Chris Jenner, uh, is, is where, by the way, Chris Jenner is vacate this Corey Gamble, man. He didn't get to go to the Italy uh, wedding for Kravis, but Chris made it up to him and they are, they are in, um, the, uh, I think the South of France right now, or, or they're at this really exclusive club, uh, with like, not with, they're at club 55 in Saint Tropez. And Daily Mail did a big article and Corey just gets to just go on these vacations. The San Tropez, though, is big. I wanted to talk about that. Uh, Club 55, DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire are there with a little bit of the mini pussy posse. Did you, Sophie, pussy posse was before your time, wasn't it? Your way. Yeah, but I know it was, it was Leo and Tobey Maguire. Okay. Yeah. So guys, all you youngins listening the Pussy Posse was a really big thing back after around the Titanic and after the time, but it was uh, David Blaine, the magician, Toby Maguire, Leo DiCaprio, uh, Lucas Haas, um, Kevin Connolly from Entourage. And they called themselves, they, they, tied, they gave themselves the title of the Pussy Posse because they were all about nailing chicks, you know, like hooking up with ladies. And this was like our, in the early 2000s, the Pussy Posse was like our, like it was really, it was kind of like what I imagine like TikTokers or like the guy TikTok podcast got like the Bryce Hall and the Logan Bryce Paul. Hall? You think Bryce Hall? No, no, no. Not in terms of success level, but in terms of like little girls talking about, the, you know, like they're, they're like, like, like the Pussy Posse. Yeah. Wait. Like, like a low rent version of. That reminds me of the Southern Charm episode I was watching of Thomas's dinner party where he goes, oh. you're you're a pussy to Shep. And Shep was oh. like, you are. Oh, gosh. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you are what you eat. Wow. Nice, dude. That's <laughs> uh, it, we that's what me and Ronnie were talking about. Do you think um, do you think Whitney because uh, Whitney's like Patricia's like stand in for Michael the butler now. Uh, do you think Whitney is allowed to have sex on premises around his mom? And Ronnie was like, he definitely no. does. He no, Ronnie was like, Patricia's the kind of mom that was like, Whitney, you better, you better gave it to a good up there, Whitney. You know. <laughs> I also love the Whitney impression when when they're like, Yes, mother. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Whitney's and- 57 years old? Did you know that? Yeah, he's Isn't that like, crazy? yeah. But he looks yeah. good for 57. And also the old episodes of Landon, of the Landon impression. I can't even do it. The la- the dolphin The laugh. chipmunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so okay, off sorry. topic. Okay, this is, this is actually so disturbing, you guys. So um, the trigger warning thing that I'm supposed to do when I say disturbing things, which is like the whole show. Ricky Martin denies alleged sexual relationship with nephew amid claims saying the idea is disgusting. So you guys, this week, uh, Rick, well, I mean, this happened two weeks ago, but finally we're getting more details. The person that accused Ricky Martin of uh, sexual misconduct was his uh, was his young nephew. And uh, we're finally getting uh, word from Ricky's camp saying that is not true. This kid is struggling mentally. He's threatened to kill people before. I do not know what to believe, but I do know this, you know, where he's from. These um, These allegations can run up to like, he could be facing 50 years in prison. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think a lot of the headlines were like, 
Ricky Martin arrested for incest, facing 50 years in prison. He, I don't think, to my knowledge, he's been actually charged yet. It was just that his nephew came out and said this stuff. And from what I was reading, it sounds like the nephew is extremely mentally ill and actually had been accused of what he's accusing Ricky Martin of, which is like stalking and like being a weirdo to an ex. Yeah. And like his nephew's Den- Dennis Yadiel Sanchez. And he is being, uh, he's accusing Ricky of incest, domestic violence, said they had a seven month relationship. His, um, his nephew is 21 years of age. And uh, the quote from Ricky's camp is, unfortunately, the person who made this claim is struggling with deep mental health challenges. Marty Singer, Martin's attorney, told Fox News Digital. Marty Singer is one of those like Hollywood pit bulls. Uh, I guess the best you could get in in something like this. It says Ricky Martin has, of course, never been and would never be involved in any kind of sexual or romantic relationship with his nephew. The idea is not only untrue, it's disgusting. Um, But I just think and then they're saying the other side is saying. Ricky Martin exercised physical and psychological attacks against this family member and uh, was stalking him then. I just, man, like this would, this would, this is beyond the pale. Like this would be shocking, shocking. I know. Yeah, it definitely is extremely shocking. I'm not going to rush to judgment just yet because it seems like the, and I'm, I'm, you know, you guys know me. I'm a believer of believe victims. Um, It sounds like, this is a very troubled person. And I think that Ricky Martin, everyone instantaneously just, you know, was like, Oh my God. Well, people want to believe the worst. We're, we're, we're prime. Well, and also what I hate is this angle. And especially nowadays with all the Supreme court rulings and all that of uh, sexual deviance, deviancy uh, with homosexuals. And I just feel like that kind of talk is so bullshit. Like, don't even bring that into the conversation because I will show you heterosexual like villainy in terms of sexual oh, abuse yeah. way more than it. like, but I just hate that it's even being framed like that in opposed to gay marriage now. Like that conversation to me is so ridiculous. Ricky Martin himself says, because it's an ongoing legal matter, I cannot make detailed statements at this time. I am grateful for the countless messages of solidarity and I receive them with all my heart. So I love your thing about in this, like maybe we should stop rushing to judgment until we get all the facts, you know? Right, right. I think that in this case, you know, if you spend five seconds reading or researching the victim or the alleged victim, um, yeah, he sounds like a very troubled person who's been accused of stalking and doing bad things. And and yeah. yeah. And he uh, just in one second, Ricky Martin is like, you know, his career. His whole career. Crazy. Imagine somebody yeah. that's worked like, I mean, because I was just watching this HBO documentary series on Menudo where Ricky Martin started, which was like kind of the Spanish, like pop, like kind of the in sync, you know, and Ricky Martin was a part of that. And it was really fascinating. uh, This, this documentary series on HBO uh, about Menudo, you guys should check it out. I actually Uh, just listened to a podcast about Lou Pearlman and how he started. uh, Was it beyond the blinds? And in sync. No, it was swindled. It was like one of my true crime podcasts, but it talks about, you know, scammers. You got to see the Lou Pearlman documentary. I think it's on YouTube still. It is so, I mean, that, that. that dude, and he died in prison, Lou Perlman, you know? He was not a good guy. Not, not a, a good, good guy. Dude. Um. Uh. Well, you know, also th- this'll, this will, uh, this has a, a lot of people up in arms, potentially good news for some, bad news for others. I don't know where I really stand on this. And I know you've been watching Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, 
Tamara Judge will be returning to the Real Housewives uh, of Orange County. Uh, the quote is, Tamara is thrilled to come back. I mean, she's more than thrilled to come back to the show, especially after feeling the fan love from her stint on Ultimate Girls Trip. And Insider tells us she can't wait to get back in the mix on Real Housewives of Orange County and see how she can shake up that dynamic. Uh, another source close to Judge 54 says also added that the next installment of the reality show is expected to revolve around Tamara, which is new news for me. But also the other thing about this in the Ultimate Girls Trip, we are already got our Tamara's first fight is Jill Zarin supposedly you guys leaked the news on Saturday on her Instagram and then Tamara went online and did Jill you thirsty bitch and like went after I Jill know, I didn't get like why she was so mad at Jill well don't you think that's a little bit of like I'm gonna get it's like pro wrestling I'm gonna give him a show baby you oh, yeah, and like, I yeah I can see that how Jill you mean Tamara wanted to give a show or Jill was like, I'm going to steal the attention and be in all the headlines now. Both, both. Yeah. I think, but also Jill then retort after this, after the change goes, I don't know. I don't know why Tamara said the mean thing she said. I'm very happy that Tamara's coming back and I'm very happy. And everybody already knew this information. This rumor has been going around for two weeks. I'm not saying I don't have any insider information. I read something and just said, that's what I thought it was. So this rumor has been going around for a long time. Um, and I thought this was actually going to happen, but Jill is great. And that's, they, they keep calling her thirsty on girls trip, which is then Tamara calling her thirsty. I almost just thought it was like another way to promote girls trip in a way. Like, I don't know if Tamara really meant it. Like, do you really care? They were saying though, that Jill ruined Tamara's big moment. Do you think that's true? I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, but exactly. I do wish, I do wish that it were Vicky instead because Tamara, uh, like, I want right? to watch Vicky. Vicky, you said this like, last week. Date, yeah, like I want to watch Vicky date and like be. She is kind of in a turning point of, or a crossroads. What does Tamara have going on? It's like same husband. Here's like, my podcast is, with Freddie Mellencamp. Yeah, it's like here's my podcast. Like, what else is she doing? Like, I'm just not that interested. Like, I do enjoy watching Tamara, but I enjoy watching Vicky more. And I would have very much enjoyed. Did, did they announce? The Alexis thing was like not real. Well, Alexis so far it's not real, but I could see it being real in the future. I do not have any information to say that is a hundred percent true. It's just what I heard, but I don't want to put out. Was there someone false. else they announced? They announced like fire or, or like people not getting their contracts renewed. So now it's Heather Shannon. And, uh, but Vicky supposedly is very upset about this. Cause there's been some like texts and, and yeah, Vicky supposedly right. left a comment under Jill Zarin's thing saying, yeah, I don't know why Tamara's so mad about this and why she said this about you. So Vicky then went over to Jill Zarin's side on this, which is like, man, pick up the cameras for this. This is so wasted on social media. You're not making money off this folks. Like, or at least Bravo is not making money. I need to watch ultimate girls trip a new season every year. Well, you're going to. The third season is being filmed right now. In fact, other no, news, I don't know if you... this, but with this cast. Well, that was... Did we talk about that? I get confused now. Who like? But wouldn't it be great if Dorinda, if they just do it at Bluestone Manor every year and either do this cast or have Dorinda be the ringmaster and she just gets loaded every... Like, How about every, if your son died? Dude, to make, to make you feel for Brandy is wild. Like Dorinda just says shit and you know, you see Dorinda going like, oh shit. Like the next day, especially that was, there was a nice episode of girls trip there that a Christmas themed episode and it was actually nice. And you could tell Dorinda's like, you know what? I'm not going to drink that much. And I got to tell you, Dorinda was amazing in that episode. Wasn't she still like fun and like 
She fine. was. I think the whole cast has been like amazing. Like Taylor Armstrong has been great. They've all had their moments. Don't talk to me like that. She goes dips down and up. She like she winds goes down. It up. Yeah, it's before. amazing. Yeah, um, it's incredible. Well, in fact, saying that, and I don't, I don't want to, um, but Tamara to me was like one of the weaker ones on Girls Trip because every, every time she gets upset, like she'll just kind of pull tears out. And that's not the Tamara I remember. Uh-huh. The other thing I want to talk about, and this is delicate as well, I tweeted this out and it got like, uh, I, you know what? It's just, listen, this is just my opinion, but I think I have things to back it up. Also, I want to state this too, is that I think most housewives are Republicans. So this really has nothing to do with the political sphere. I do not want to platform Tamara's son, Ryan. I've said this many times on the oh, show yeah. for the last three years. Um, one of my big jokes that I've made for three years is remember that last season where his hair didn't even want to be around him and it just all fell out. Yeah. Like this dude has threatened his wife, threatened gun violence. I can show you, you know, this has all been well-documented, told his wife to kill himself. Um, you know, his spread misinformation right and left is in that QAnon kind of shit. And my thing is, listen, People have told me Tamara's not talking to her son. I just don't. And people are like, oh, you don't want to give voice to the other side? No, I'll give voice to Republicans all you want. I will not give. Uh, I don't want to give a voice, in, especially in this. It's not this, Ryan. Yeah. But like, I don't want to give a voice to somebody that's like brandishing guns and like photographs and like yeah. threatening their their ex. And I, I don't know, man, like it's too far for me. And I hope people can understand the difference there. This isn't a Trump thing. This isn't, this is somebody that's threatened women with gun violence and has police reports against him. I don't want to platform. I'm fine with Tamara coming back. Like she'll stir it up. I'm sure. But that to me, I just don't want to, uh, you know, I'd rather just have like Eddie working out, you know? Yeah, I agree. We don't need his son. Yeah. I mean, I or, think, yeah. Her son, I mean, yeah, we don't need him. Ryan, that's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. I want Ryan, not Ryan. Ryan. I want, I want to see what's going on with Ryan. Um, um but yeah, no, but people were like mad. People were mad that I said that. And I'm like, well, are you, it's okay oh, to say okay. things that you're like, I truly think that's kind of dangerous. Like that's okay to no, say, that, I agree. you know, but Vicky completely outshone Tamara on ultimate girls trip. Like, completely. Oh, totally. I mean, Vic, Vicky's uniquely Vicky. Like nobody is like Vicky, you know? Um, did you watch Real Housewives? Oh, but by the way, do you think they'll let her continue on with the podcast? The two two peas in the pod? Why the would Tamara- they? Well, because it's all like inside information and stuff like that. Um, they might like tell her to not talk about certain things, but like Paige still does like Giggly Squad with Hannah and they just like don't talk what's about Giggly, what's, what's that? What is Giggly Squad? What, are you a, serious? Was that like a dance troupe? Giggly Squad? I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I know. I totally know. Oh, what I got your <laughs> I'm joking. Giggly Squad's really popular. I'm not, I, I just like to be an asshole. Um, Erica J. Oh, by the way, um, somebody sent me this. I forgot to send it to you. Some YouTuber batch YouTube, like some big YouTuber bachelor person played us talking about Nick Vile on their YouTube show. And uh, Wait, can you send me the link? I will send it to you, but he agreed with us. Uh, but it was just like, and then I was like, I was more impressed by his set. And so I was like, wow, this guy's got a cool set. Like it was, it was like, look at this shit. Wait, people loved that rant of ours. People, people loved really rant. do not. I mean, listen, people, I guess, liked Nick. I just am not going to let Nick Vile go out there and act like he's some kind of like hippie dude that knows how it goes. Like, you know, like I'll tell you your love life. Listen, girl. listen, ladies, listen. just because he shares a toothbrush with you doesn't mean you're his girlfriend. 
he's always he's like here's my 23 year old girlfriend i'm gonna tell you yeah and i guess there was some like drama where him and his girlfriend were like talking shit about katie all because yeah thurston Thurston, yeah yeah yeah. all because she was like yeah i block nick like he just like wasn't that nice to me or something like it was like something fairly innocuous and they went on like a rant about her and i was like first of all your girlfriend is 12 second (laughs) of all Nick, you're such a hypocrite. Like he talks shit about everyone all day. Well, that's the like, thing. I mean, it's that's you know he that that's his bread and butter. You know, and by the way, his girlfriend is really young, really beautiful, and I know she also has a um, I think a nurse like a like a health degree or something. Like she he's she seems like a smart girl, but at a certain point, that's you're standing up for your dude who's Nick Vile. Like it just I don't yeah, know. Like um, is it is it worth it? No. Remember when he just like got like a bunch of random tattoos at once? Like you know how some people like build up over the years. They'll get no, this guy gets a full sleeve immediately. Yeah, you know? he was just like, I want to be like that tatted up guy. He's like, I want to be tatted up. Oh, yeah, no. with like the most generic, with like a butterfly. Yeah, or like this it's is like an anchor. This is an anchor. It symbolizes uh, me trying to have a foundation. Yeah, me oh, trying yeah. to have a foundation. Yeah. <laughs> This is, well, you know, some of these people, you know, man, I, a long time ago, I dated this girl for a minute and she was like obsessed with these tattoos, like this one tattoo artist. And she would get like these mini tattoos, but they were always like, but none of them like meant anything to her. It was just like, she really thought it was just like, oh, they're just like kind of cool. Like Brooklyn kind of like tattoo. And I was like. I so I don't have any tattoos because I was raised Dude, next in, week you're going to be fully tatted. I well, Jewish religion like also you. you're not supposed to do that, right? Well, no, listen, that is literally an urban legend in the Jewish religion. Every Jewish parent it's not true. Every Jewish parent tells their children it's against your religion to get tattoos. You won't be able to get um, buried in a Jewish cemetery if you have tattoos or piercings, which, first of all, I do have my ears pierced. So, like, what difference would tattoos make if that were the case? But apparently that's an urban legend and you can be a good Jew and get tattoos. But for me, it's like, you know, it's too late in my life where I'm like, and I'm also too indecisive. Like, how do people decide on something they want to have forever? But the, okay, so there was one time I've told this man, like one time I was really close to getting a, it's all happening right in the exact place that Sheena yeah, did. But then it was yeah. just like, you know, but then it was like after that first laugh, you know, you then still have the it's you're all happening on your, <laughs> you know, then as you're just stuck with it. And then I was like, it's so sad. I was trying to think of the things that I really like in life. And I was like, people would be like, you should get a Batman tattoo. And I'm like, I'm a fucking dork, but please, like, I'm not going to get a Batman tattoo. Like, Wait, could you imagine me with a Batman tattoo? Like, I love Batman. It's awesome. <laughs> You should get a Morbius tattoo. Yeah. Well, well, then other people are like, oh, then I'm getting ironic tattoos. Like, I've just decided, screw it. Like, just, I'm totally giving up and I'm just going to do all ironic or like live, laugh, love tattoo or something. It's all Um, happening. No, you should get the Phoenix Rising back tattoo, but it's like, but it's Morbius. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of guys in love, uh, like Nick Vile, um, Nick Cannon, you guys, who's had a lot of ups and downs, you know, in the same week that he did an interview saying that he wants to get back together with Mariah Carey, that deep down they belong together. He, um, he posted something, uh, trying to make think people think that he got engaged and his caption was, I said, I would never do it again, but dot, dot, dot 
finally doing what the world wants me to do and had an engagement ring with his girl. And my thing was like, dude, nobody told you we wanted you to get engaged. We just said we wanted you to stop sleeping with people and getting them pregnant. Like there's a huge difference there. Right. But I don't know if he's truly or if that was a joke or not. Like, so we don't know if he actually is. No, but he he did say say something. Yeah, he said something like, I'm going to have three more children probably by the end of the year. That's what the the this one interview said, hey, do you think you could put a number on like how many more kids you're going to have? And he's like, you know, or like they said, at least by the end of the year, what do you think? Two, three. And he goes, yeah, definitely two or three, but I don't want to put a number on it. And it's like, it's like, that's like a threat. That's like a, that's a veiled threat. How does he afford this? Like, I really don't understand. I think that's why he wants to eventually get back with Mariah. Cause Mariah makes like a Mariah, like every time December rolls around, Mariah's already a legend, but every time December, she makes her yearly nut every December, those first couple of weeks. Cause of that, that Christmas song. Yeah, she, I, Imagine having to be one of Nick's other kids related to the kids with Mariah. Oh, and wow. he's always trying to get Mariah to pay for all the kids, you know? I mean, like family yeah, fun like day. you have to think about the lives of these these children that, you know, are going to want to have their father around. And Nick Cannon's going to have too many to be able to be around any of them. Dude, I have bad time with names as is. Like I, like, I have people close to me that I'll forget their names. Like, and this is, I wouldn't even have, like, I would just start doing, like, happy dad. Like, well, what are the little dwarves? The, se- the, the seven little uh, Disney like There's happy dancey slash yeah like i would do something that i would like no i would name them after like favorite or oh, i would name them after vanderpump rules like this is Jax, this is tom this is schwartz um old man <laughs> um okay so uh let's see Mo- moving right along you did this article you about army hammer and your sub stack which you guys should go to subscribe for a couple bucks um, a month, it, it gives you a lot of like kind of good information. And I always really, really, uh, I do actually learn something every time I read it, but the army hammer stuff we'd started talking about last week. And there was a lot of information that came out this week. Um, in, in fact, the biggest one is that Robert Downey Jr. Famed actor and star of Iron Man, uh, paid for six months of army hammers rehab. Uh-huh. And now army hammer is supposedly back in Los Angeles living at Robert Downey Jr.'s mansion. Yeah. What is going on, Sophie? Yeah, and apparently Robert Downey Jr. is like funding his life, financing his life right now because he was cut off by his parents, hence the timeshare salesman job. But yeah. It's Which like- I think is bullshit. I think the times, I think that's all public PR. Like, I, I just don't I buy it. I don't buy it. I think, I mean, I wrote that. I I do think that his, his family has never been as rich as everyone thinks they are because- I agree with that his grandfather his father grandfather i don't freaking know armand hammer senior armand hammer yeah like lost everything and scammed a bunch of people and had like fraudulent art scams something like that i need like a podcast episode about that but um yeah so i don't think he has that much money to begin with but yeah i think that they're trying to do the whole like pr spin like oh look at him he's so downtrodden and he's just trying to pull himself. He's back a good, by- he's a good man yeah. that cuts his hair and tucks his shirt in and looking, you know, he deserves a second chance. Don't we all deserve one, a second chance? One shoe on one at a time, just like everyone else. Salt of the earth in the Salt Cayman the Islands. Earth. It's like, no, don't fall for it. And also like Robert Downey Jr. And this was like the Vanity Fair piece that I was reading that like, they were like, you know, comparing the two, how like Robert Downey Jr. Almost yeah. like had his whole career was over almost. Yeah. That- 
he was almost homeless and, you know, he turned it around and he was like, deep into his drug addiction deep. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, he was, he was a, a drug addict. He wasn't an accused rapist. So well, that's, that's that was like, Sophie. That's exactly what I wanted to point out you guys. Cause you'd be like, well, yeah, maybe that is like in Robert Downey Jr. Did go through something so tough and he really found his way back, but there's a difference between drug addiction, or at least in my, my head uh, and, and, you know, uh, abuse towards women. I, I think there's a weird, I don't know. Like I, sometimes it's hard not to feel like there's some like kind of either boys club or rich person's club that we're just not a part of. And they're like, no, we're going to make this guy a millionaire again. We're going to make this guy. There's no doubt in my mind that this guy is going to be doing movies again fairly soon. If not, I has already not. started. I well, because if Robert Downey Jr. is behind you, by the way, Robert Downey Jr., you know, the other person he's uh, stood up for in the past. Mel Gibson. Yeah, he uh, he uh, worked with Mel Gibson. Uh, still, he'll he got Mel Gibson a couple of his first roles back after the Mel Gibson stuff, where he had made the anti-Semitic statements when he was drunk and all of that stuff. That tells you all you need to know. Like Robert Downey Jr. Just protect- yeah, it's like the boys' club, where it's like what if he, if you know if that's the type of person that he is like defending then i'm not going to trust his word because mel gibson is definitely not a good person army hammer from everything we know certainly isn't like fuck off robert downey jr it's just something interesting it's interesting to see who's getting involved in stuff and also like i know robert downey jr probably thinks in his head he's doing these kind of noble good things and listen, I don't know. I, I we talk about this all the time. I question in my head what forgiveness is and how do you forgive. But I think when it then coincides with, oh, we need to get this point back, this guy back to making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. To me, that's where it's like weird for me. It's like forgiveness does exist, but then we don't give these people so much power that they're able to influence. You know, like I, that. That to me is the weird part. You know, like I want Army to make an on if he's really made up his. You know, if he's really went to rehab for six months and all that, I want him to have his family and and be be a good person and make a living and stuff. I just don't know if I need him to be the rock and roll movie star that he wanted to be. You right. know, he also has real victims like out in the world, whereas like Robert Downey Jr. To my knowledge, the only victim was himself because he was a drug addict. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I'm sure his family and his close yeah, friends and all that stuff. Like, drug, drug addicts, obviously, you know, it affects everyone around them. But like, he wasn't out victimizing people on purpose, like Army Hammer was allegedly. Yeah, so, I, I'm really yeah, weird. If, so, if we hear this many stories though in a row, that means we're really on the precipice of a big comeback. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Uh. I hope not. Uh. uh congrats to Lisa Rinna. She's the face of. Uh, Alexander Wang. I don't know if you saw that uh, Alexander oh, Wang had. Alexander Wang is an accused rapist too. <laughs> oh so, yeah, make little. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I I I I'm having Maritza make an image of that, but it's Alexander Wang outlet stores. Oh, I probably shouldn't because I think it'd be funny if Lisa Rinna was the <laughs> face of out, an outlet store. Hey oh, uh, Beverly Hills. Did you watch it this week? Um, yes. And what did you think? Cause Diana, we had the whole Diana Sutton, like, Oh my I don't, it was not, no. I can't so believe you, you believe say. me. So you say that I know. <laughs> so you say that I know. <laughs> it was like a ping pong at a ping pong with like two kind of like not people that are great at ping pong, you know? 
so funny. It was so funny. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, I had Ronald Richards on earlier this week and he uh, kept me, uh, he let me know where Erica Jane was with dude. Erica Jane is effed for the rest of her life. And just terms of the lawsuits that are coming out against her. I mean, we even have Nicholas Cage's ex uh, now suing Erica Jane um, because yeah, uh, yeah, like Tom Girardi, she was like a car crash victim and she used Girardi and Keese law firm and order, yeah, awarded $924,000 and she did not know where her money went until now. Yeah. She never got her settlement and she was like, you know, huh? And now Isn't that she wild. Yeah. Uh, Jen Shaw. What did you think about that? We had just talked about Jen Shaw last Sunday that the court case was coming up and Monday morning, Jen Shaw uh, changed her plea. What were your thoughts? Um, wow. I'm curious, like how she's going to go about, you know, because they were already filming. Like, I imagine the whole season before this moment, she's been lying and just being like, that's what I want to know, your honor. And now it's like, okay, you've been literally lying out of your asshole and we're going to watch you plead guilty all of a sudden. Like, how are you going to explain that? I mean, clearly she's backed into a corner and she has no other choice and um stew chains turned against her either way it sounds like she's going to prison for at least 14 years like at the least but meredith marks had just posted the instagram story of in this country i am in america are we allowed to call her guilty now that she said she's guilty or does meredith um what a clown I mean, truly, I, I really want to know, though, because I feel like she would tell Heather and Meredith at least before she did that. Like she was like smiling in those photos last week with all three of those ladies. When did they know? That's what I want to know. Um, Sorry about that. No, no. All good. I'm just so popular. Uh, <laughs> wait, are you wait, are you going out tonight with your dude? No, no. Um, He actually just he's in Vegas for work. Oh, ah, with the, with the boys. I know. I was like, are you, is he with Drake? No, he's, it's like some like finance conference, but I was like, are you going to get a stripper pregnant? (laughs) What did I ever do to you? That's what I kept saying. And he was like, what are you talking about? Start writing fan fiction on your Twitter tonight. I actually was. I was. I told you I've been watching Southern Charm nonstop, just rewatching it from the beginning. And I was watching it with him last night. And Tell him like, to drop a location pin. You. Drop a location <laughs> pin. True. That's a good point. That's. I was like, have fun with your showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple more stories before this always goes way too fast. Oh, also, really fun fact though about the Tristan Thompson partying. Supposedly, TMZ saying that Tristan was partying with Cheney Jones, Kanye's ex. Do these girls all just get past? I mean, like the, yeah, the and I've always wondered, I'm like, how can I be one of those girls? That's just like, just in the scene with like all of the celebrities and like dating the athletes. Like I want to be that. But it's like Chloe using the Tristan, uh, 
Tristan sperm for another child. It's like, I feel like it, this is the same kind of logic of like, we can only talk to these three girls and we just pass them all around, you know, like yeah, Cheney Jones is, it's strange. oh, Speaking of Kanye news, you guys, uh, he returned to Instagram this week to say that he urgently needed a meeting with the chairman of Gap, which is like, okay, yeah, use it for, for like, you know, connections and, and uh, you know, uh, networking. But then he also dropped out today of Miami's Rolling Loud Music Festival, which he has been scheduled to be doing for like the last three or four months. They've already sold tickets for this thing. He was the headliner on Friday night. He dropped out. Rolling Loud, Loud made a statement, you know, and you could tell they were not happy saying, we've worked with his team for months, um, you know, and, and guess who's uh, filling in for Kanye on Friday night now? The Weekend? Pete Davidson. No, 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 no. Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi. <laughs> but wouldn't that be great if it was Pete Dav- Davidson doing yeah, Kanye songs? Pete Davidson, like, was it a Manscaped commercial? It yes. Was a commercial. Dude, he goes, guys, let's see how not hairy we can get or something. Like, Pete, sometimes these guys, it's like him, Chris Pratt, and a couple other, like, uh, uh, the dude from um, Shit's Creek and Kate McKinnon, it's yeah. like all of a sudden they must need the most money in the world because I just, Chris Pratt, I'm like, dude, slow down, man. Like you don't need to do, like what's going on in your life that you're stockpiling money like oh, this? Chris Pratt is like so insecure about how Twitter hates him that he- I know. Well, it is, it does gotta suck to be hated. Well, he's like clearly so insecure about it. He talks about it all the time. So like if he didn't talk about it, I think people would just like get over it. But it's the fact that he's always like- you know, everyone hates me. I'm just misunderstood. They think I'm like some like super religious Christian. I'm He's actually- like, I'm a dummy. I'm a fucking yeah. dummy, you guys. Like, so he probably is worried genuinely that like he's not going to get booked for movies in the future because public opinion of him like isn't great. At least. Well, he did that. all of them. He's done all of them in the last year. He's done every movie that's yeah, out right now. I feel he's probably just like got to get the money while I can while everyone um, still tolerates me. But Kanye's still pulling that shit where now he's like truly getting known for like just backing out of festivals. Like he did it with Coachella. He did it with this. I mean, like, I guess if you're a billionaire, you don't give a shit. But like, dude, at a certain point, I mean, I I guess all one good album would fix all of that. Okay, here's the deal. You are one of the biggest fans of this person. And I I need your opinion um, because I thought, yep, John Mayer is so host. Thursday night, you guys, yeah. Andy Cohen from Bravo. I think you guys have all heard of him. He posted a photo of John Mayer looking at him across from a dinner table. And John Lemon looked like he got highlights in his hair and it looks great. Fancy watch on John. John. Got this sleeve tattoo. Yeah, John Mayer. Yeah. Legend. Oh, sorry. John Mayer, not John Lynn. Well, by the way, if Andy hooked up with John. So John Mayer looking lovingly at Andy Cohen. And the, the caption is 1010 would smash. Now. I feel like they're like, I feel like they like to queer bait in that way. Andy isn't queer baiting because he actually is queer. Andy's gay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not queer baiting, but like. What if, he, what if we find out Andy's straight as hell and he's been doing this his whole career for like a time? That was like I, the Harold and Kumar movie that the Christmas one with Neil Patrick Harris where Neil yeah. Patrick <laughs> <laughs> You're playing Neil Patrick Harris. So he can pick up girls. Anyway. <laughs> No, I actually <laughs> do believe Andy Cohen's really gay. But I, <laughs> like, when do we start that rumor, dude? Wait, 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 would you go on? I know you gotta do, but will you say a couple of years ago I hooked up with Andy Cohen? Would you mind saying that on the pod so we could start that rumor? Yeah. You, okay. Yeah, you guys dated for a second. Yeah, we our first date was at Waverly Inn. 
You were many times in the Watch What Happens Live audience. I think I saw you a couple uh, years ago there. Yeah. yeah, I could. You know, obviously, I was never you know shouted out or anything. Kind of brushed me under the rug, but that's what he does. Dude, sometimes I mean, this is like really dark, but like sometimes I'm like, like for the stuff I love and stuff. Like I wish I was gay. Like, or I wish like like sometimes I want to be the Andy. Like, hey man, I'm gay. Like, so he'll talk to me. You know, like do you ever like like because I'll be like I'm like because I'll make my smartest comments oh, and I never really. That's but like, I want, I want Andy to like me, you know, like I, I truly want him. I want to know Andy, you know, not sexually. Yeah. I just want to know him. No. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, so you're saying potentially this is just teasing the audience. And I think there is a bit of teasing there, but also Andy Cohen then did introduce the dead at city field this weekend. And uh, he patted John on the back on the way out. And these guys are obviously very close friends and I'm not trying to make a joke about love, but like at the same time, I had all, I, I have one account from somebody that is reputable saying that they have hooked up before, which by the way, there is nothing wrong with being there. I mean, like bisexuality exists, like all of this stuff exists. Would it, would it, would it would it would it bother you as a huge John Mayer fan? Not that he's not that he's gay, but no. like, would it bother you if Andy Cohen got John over you? I'd be jealous. Um, I'd be. Jealous but you wouldn't care. Of John Mayer's hookups, I wouldn't get like mad or angry. I'd just be yeah. personally jealous. Yeah, I immediately acted like a thirteen-year-old under the comment section and said, "If we can get this to five hundred thousand likes, can we make this happen?" You know. I mean, like maybe it has, maybe it has, we don't know. I would, I would truly like, that would be so exciting for the Bravo audience. In fact, I think that should be a segment at Bravo con, like watch John and Andy hook up. It'd be like a Bravo add on. You'd pay extra for that. You know, I loved when he was a bartender and watch what happens live. And he asked Andrea, if he considered the name Andrea nuggets. <laughs> uh, quick things. Drake was arrested supposedly, um, overseas for uh, weed possession. We still really don't know fully if this is true or not, even though Drake added fuel to the fire uh, posting on his Instagram that uh, he got arrested in Sweden and posted like these photographs saying information for those suspected of a crime and subs subsequently detained. Uh, it was like a Swedish authorities, a.k.a. Polisen. So supposedly Drake got arrested last week and his camp first said, no, no, no. And now they're uh, Drake's leaning into it. So supposedly Drake got arrested overseas last week, but we don't have full information about that. So we'll keep you posted on that. It's um, like we're so used to, I guess, in the U.S. right now, like lax weed laws or no weed laws yeah. at all. And it's it like is weird. Yeah. It's I mean, it's really sad in some cases, like Brittany Griner in Russia. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, you know, imagine how scared she's got to be over there. Like she's in yeah, Russia. The, the guys, this is the uh, the woman's basketball player that uh, she had some hashish oil, I believe. And it's really scary. I mean, to be there and not know when you're going to ever be released, if ever, you know? Yeah, it sounds like she just had a little weed cartridge, which is like no big deal to like, you know, most people. Like I've traveled with a weed cartridge in the United States, not internationally, but like, um, yeah. FBI, get her, get her FBI. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Tariq El Masua, or however you say his name, and uh, Heather Ray Young yeah. from Selling Sunset are expecting their first child. This made me feel nothing. How about you? Um, I'm happy for them. I feel like Heather really wanted to be a mom. Um, I think Christine's like PR 
like whirlwind whatever is happening with christine is like bizarre like she was just in the new york times like i just dude her pr is the best pr known to man it's so weird because there's nothing interesting about her and she actually was just an evil person on the show so why are we like giving her a platform or celebrate like let's not show people that bullying can like you know get you money that you can make that you can get rich off of just being a bully and a horrible person uh, finally, Lala Kent uh, breaks down that she where she stands with the Pump Rules cast. She has agreed to film season 10. She said she didn't make that decision until the night before. Um, but uh, I saw the first night. Well, I saw the first night of filming on I Wednesday think night. you should leave. Who is that? Oh, I think who is it? Heather Dubrow to Shannon. <laughs> no, it was, she didn't say it like that. She goes, you need to leave. That's what it was. Um, I was there on Wednesday night, the first night of filming Vanderpump Rules uh, this past week, and DJ James Kennedy was uh, the gang's all back together, man. I did not see Lala. They were at TomTom earlier, and then they came to TomTom to Sir, and you saw DJ James Kennedy doing his DJ bit. Uh, Raquel was was serving. Okay, so I I don't want to get in trouble, and I I don't want to – I – he had a, I heard overheard them, him talk. He had a scene with the girls talking about Red Bull. Like that's what he's drinking is Red Bull. And uh, Raquel was the server. He got, he was talking about Graham being a dog dad to Graham, their dog. Um, I will say I saw Schwartz and Katie having a conversation. Um, Sandoval was there. Ariana was there. Um, Lisa was there. One of the dogs, Ken, Peter, the whole, the whole crew was there. I don't know. It was, I was only there for like 30 minutes just to, to check it out and see it. And, um, and Schwartz and Sandy supposedly gets, uh, open this week or they're doing their first party this week at Schwartz and Sandy's. Oh my God. I want to check out Schwartz and Sandy's. Dude, when are you coming back? Um, I need to figure it out. Potentially actually August. Dude, you should, are you bringing your dude? No, it might be with, it might be like a little girl's trip with like my sister potentially. Well, let me, I mean, cause if, especially with the Schwartz and Sandy's thing. Um, Okay. I think that's it. Is there anything, I know I'm missing 80 billion things. Oh, the weekend's new show on HBO that he is in and produced with uh, the dude that did euphoria um, is coming out on HBO. Did you see the the trailer for this? (laughs) From the sick and twisted mind of Sam Levinson. And it's like, oh my God, please. And you guys, it's immediately like, you know, Hollywood blow hookers, dancers. And it's Johnny, Johnny Depp's daughter. What's her name? Lilla Rose or Lily Lily Rose. And uh, the weekend Abel testify. He's, it looks like he's the lead new hairstyle in this. I've always like thought of like the weekend is one of the most creative people. And I, I do dig his music, but also his acting is never like, I, I know he loves acting so much. He always like dresses up in characters and stuff. I'm really curious to see if he can act or not. Like, I really am curious to see if he can hold his own series. This is also the show you guys that supposedly was racked with production del- delays. Like they shot for like three months and then just got rid of all the footage or something. I don't know if that's true, but I'm very interested to see this, but it just seems like that kind of euphoria editing drugs, sex, all of that stuff. I know it's like nothing interesting to say. It's just like, you know, glossy, like risky. it's like selling sunset, but darker. And I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch the hell out of it. Um, 
what's coming up for you this week, Sophie? What do we got to be aware of? By the way, was there any new movement on what we had talked about last week with the daily harvest? Uh, any deaths? Any like anything on your mind this week in terms of things that we should be paying uh, attention to? No, they're just definitely like they keep putting out like bland statements that they still haven't found what what was causing the sickness, but they're still just shipping out their food anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It should be interesting. Yeah, no. And, uh, below deck Monday nights, you guys, Tuesday nights. I mean, there's so many shows right now. You got Beverly Hills is kind of, I still think I'm still digging Beverly Hills. Oh, by the way, this was a a Hanukkah. I didn't, why can, why is it that Hanukkah is spelled Hanukkah with an H, but also it can be spelled C-H-A-U. Why? can spell it because it's it doesn't come from like the english language so it just depends on how it's transliterated i guess from hebrew did you like uh, jagaloo explaining um why hanukkah so exists cute. he's so mommy cute. i'm little jagaloo mommy. explain i want him to explain everything like i he did oh, it better it's the first time i've understood i know he was so cute um so uh Sophie Ross, you guys, her podcast is called So True with Sophie Ross. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, do us a favor. Go check it out. Leave a positive review. It really does help. We're going to be coming. She's going to be coming back in August with new episodes. The Substack, every week, there's going to be a new article written. And also, if you just want to impress your friends, you know, like, listen, pop culture should be respected. And uh, pop culture and good writing and actually interesting things that you can bring up in conversation with your friends, that's something that we should celebrate and champion. So go sign up for the Substack as well. Um, anything else coming up this week that we need to support with? No, I'm just like watching Southern Charm. Bye-bye. I am worried. For, I am worried for you a little bit that you're watching. Wait, she, wait. The Shep thing of like, if you were Taylor Shep's girlfriend, would you like? He's literally like, he's like, I can't believe you almost got pregnant, dummy. Like, I, I almost saw the so light. I don't want kids, but I'm just gonna keep banging my girlfriend unprotected like and then caleb goes caleb goes yeah i mean i don't know what he'd expect like i don't know why they're having sex without a condom and then caleb goes i guess because it feels good like yeah caleb that's probably why man like just get a freaking vasectomy like but also if you were his girlfriend isn't shep kind of being like telling you that like yo man i don't want I don't, I don't want to really take it further yeah, than this. Say, yeah. Whenever it's like, I don't see myself getting married. It's like to you is what they mean. <laughs> you know, for, some people, for some people it's like, I guess that's real, but like, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Southern Charm actually is one of those shows though, even though it's like really different than what it was, I still weirdly, it's like melatonin. I enjoy watching it. It relaxes me. Uh, So go check out the new season of Southern Charm. But also if you do have Peacock, you can go back and watch all of these shows from the beginning and you will be blown away. Um, uh, You guys, we'll talk to Sophie next week, hopefully. And uh, I hope you guys have the best week ever. Thank you. So, and and guys, today is my mom's birthday. And when you're listening to this, so please think about, uh, give a little thought to Becky Bailey today, okay? Oh, HBD, Becky. Happy birthday. Love ya. Folks, now is the part of the show that's my favorite. I get to talk about our sponsors this week. And we have two returning sponsors. Our first is our friends over at Splendid Spoon. Now, you guys know how much I love Splendid Spoon. In fact, they came in clutch a couple of weeks ago uh, because I had... uh, I had the the COVID and, you know, you want to talk about easy, healthy, amazing, tasty food that you can make for yourself when you are the only one around 
to be with yourself that's supposed to, uh, you know, make food for you. It was me. And Splendid Spoon came in so clutch. Um, when the weather is warm, you can't help but go out and explore. Um, and you got to refresh and refuel after a long summer getaway. So whether you're planning for the big summer trip or recovering from one, it's important to give your body the fuel it needs to feel its best. With Splendid Spoon, you can enjoy a clean, delicious, stress-free meal in just minutes. And folks, I'm literally telling you just minutes. Splendid Spoon takes the work out of eating healthy by delivering ready-to-eat plant-based meals, smoothies, and juices right to your door. Um, so my experience has been amazing. And I want to say, when I say plant-based meals, like I feel all cool when I say that because I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian, but I got to tell you, you don't like, it wasn't one of those things of like, I'm eating vegan or vegetarian. Like I got to tell you, like it wasn't even something that crossed my mind because the food was so damn good. It easily fit into my daily routine. This is the second time I have done the whole week of Splendid Spoon. One time, of course, I was sick with COVID, but the time before that, it fits so easily into my daily routine of actually going out and doing things. Um, they have, uh, they have these like, uh, dishes that, uh, you, you know, like this, uh, spaghetti squash dish. They have a tiki masala. They have, uh, smoothies. They have power shots, a little cayenne pepper thrown in there that you can shoot back and it boosts your metabolism. I mean, we're talking truly unique dishes and experiences for your palate on a daily basis. And you feel great. You feel full and they are delicious. But let me try to inspire you a little bit more because these meals are shipped right to your door, ready to enjoy in just minutes. It takes the work out of eating healthy. Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule and there's a meal plan for everyone. You can go directly on their website. They have so many options to choose from. In fact, they tried to hit me with these other options and I was like, you know what? I want this, this, and this instead. And it was so easy to make those changes. Every single meal, like I said, is 100% plant-based, gluten-free, and GMO-free. And you can enjoy delicious dishes like creamy mushroom and spinach noodles, coconut curry, and cauliflower tikka soup. That's what I was talking about. That is awesome. You have 50 choices and they're constantly rotating their menu. There's always new dishes to try. So stay well-fueled this summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to SplendidSpoon.com forward slash so bad for $50 off your first box when you subscribe. That's $50 off at SplendidSpoon.com slash so bad. And once again, Remember, you've got to invest a little bit in your health, a little bit in the comfort of your life. You don't want to be spending all day in the kitchen in any sense. Why not leave that to the experts and just, uh, you know, a couple minutes and you've got a delicious meal that you know is healthy. I'm trying to put my best foot forward right now in terms of health. I told you about hiring a trainer last week. Splendid Spoon fits right into that. Uh, now, our second sponsor fits right into that as well. This is my second month uh, using their product. It is Just Thrive. Um, so 
thanks to our modern world, it's impossible to cut out all of the stress. Believe me, I think we all know that. From turning on the daily news to juggling the work-life balance to scrolling through social media, stress is there. The solution then isn't to stop or avoid it, but instead find effective ways to manage it. Just Calm, the brand new product from Just Thrive, Just Thrive is the company, you guys, represents a revolutionary new approach to uplifting your body, mind, and soul naturally. Just Calm has been clinically proven in multiple studies to help reduce perceived stress, balance cortisol, improve sleep quality, and even encourage focus and flow. And for unbeatable stress management, I've been pairing Just Calm with Just Thrive spore-based probiotic. By the way, that's the sexiest phrase I'll ever say, spore-based probiotic. Here's why. Okay, We've all heard the term gut instinct or the gut-brain connection, but that connection is more powerful than you think. Your gut and brain talk to each other, sending signals all day long. A healthy gut isn't just crucial for immune and digestive health. It's also one of the best ways to beat stress long-term. By giving your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs to thrive, Just Thrive Probiotic not only supports your best gut health, it creates the perfect foundation for Just Calm to perform at maximum strength. And when your gut is happy and your stress is under control, you'll be able to keep calm and win the day every day. So right now, you can get 15% off this dynamic duo when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code SOBAD at checkout. Um, I'm going to put all that information on the show notes as well, folks. But do me a favor. Go and check it out for yourself. See if you want to... uh, uh, See if you want to experiment with it. But I have been doing it the last two months, and I really, truly am... My health is of utmost concern right now, and Just Thrive and Splendid Spoon are two things that I'm so proud to actually talk about because these are things that actually do help me and I think can help you as well. Uh, Remember, just go even check it out for the benefit of the show. These things really do help, and I, uh, I really do like both of these companies. Um, so, uh, we haven't heard from you guys in a long time. Uh, you were dealing with your drug addiction battles and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Um, what, I mean, just to hit you with a pop culture story right out of the gate, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got, uh, married over the weekend. Now you have very strong opinions on pop culture figures, mom and dad does too, but you, you're a little more harsh. <laughs> what do you think of JLo and Ben Affleck getting married? It's about time. Oh, you think he was like, shit or get off the pot? Yeah, well, yeah, both of them. And and let's see if it lasts. I mean, she likes all the different rings she gets. Oh. She's into the green rings and she's into the... So I'm, I'm happy for them if that... And I, I really appreciate that the press hasn't mentioned either of their sets of children. Cause this, oh, yeah, you were saying this yeah, at dinner. You said yeah. the Kardashians... All, this is actually a good point. The Kardashians always talk about their kids and do a show... About their kids, yeah, but with the Affleck kids. Lopez kids, we don't really know much about them yet. And that's good because they need to lead their own lives. If whatever their parents are doing is a whole different issue. And Dad, what do you think? I really don't care. Yeah, <laughs> out of the gate with a really <laughs> hot take. What the, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're because you're a huge fan of the Kardashians. I'm sorry. The Kardash. You're a huge fan of the Kardashians. Oh, big time. Big time. <laughs> you know you. Yeah. Hate the Kardashians. God so, bless America. So you guys have been married 52 years now. Right. And uh, so, 74th birthday, you've had a lot of birthdays with mom, dad. Um, And I guess, what have you, I mean, the big question I think everybody would want to know is, how's the sex? Oh! 
No, no, I'm saying, what have you learned? No, what have you learned at this age? Like, I mean, what is the big revelations you didn't know when you were younger? So that you when know you now? say sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me draw you a picture. Go. Kind of stir my brain here. Yeah. So, I got me laughing already. So, sex. I, I vaguely. Yeah, yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are married. It's legal. So, um, should we preface this that we've been out? No, to a they know you. They, they know you're home? a drunk mom. They know. Oh. They know. No, hey, I'm just, really It was great, a birthday dinner, and really it was really great, nice. And really a lot of great, they had yeah. some wine. Really we've all had some wine. Obviously, you can hear that. And martinis. And mar- oh, mom didn't have martinis. No, they had the martinis. So, mom. Uh, at 74, when you were a young girl, what did you think of getting older and has it lived up to those expectations or are you like, oh my God, this is so much worse than I thought it would ever be. It's so much better than I thought it would be. But is that a lie just because you're trying to be positive? Because we get to travel. My parents didn't, but they were old and and they got old and they were old, but, but we get to travel. Dad, and what do you want to say? But you look good and everything. Yeah, no, mom looks great for her. No, 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 no. I mean, no, it's no big deal. I mean, really, life's good, man. I mean, get to experience it and everything. Like mom says, we travel, we've done things. We have a lot of really good friends. We have a wonderful family. Uh, life is good so it's just like hey bring it on it's no I mean life is good but at the same time I, I want to be real with people is that it's hard. you guys face a lot of challenges yes. in your daily yeah. like yes. how do you I, like I don't want to give a, a misrepresentation right. of every exactly because there's a lot of things going on like it's, so how do you deal with that it, it's not all roses I have a few medical conditions that we're working through yes exactly so and, I'm saying how do you deal and, with that as um, you get older I, be I'm, honest you know. I will be honest I'm a woman of faith <laughs> You're one, and yes. I leave it in God's hands. Yeah. I can't change it, so I have to have him give me the strength to live through it. But, but sometimes doesn't that piss you off that you have to give uh, it to it, somebody else? Because you're so on top of things, you want to do it yourself. sometimes, sometimes, and, yeah. and especially when doctors don't think they have to tiptoe around me. I want to say, just give me the facts. Yeah. I'll deal with it. We'll partner. It'll be okay. Now, do you ever think God is like, I had no idea you were going to have to have surgery. I was so focused on something yes. else. <laughs> I did not even, uh, I mean, do you do you ever think that deeply about things? I mean, does, what is the yeah, thought process? I, I'm, I, this time around, I'm a, I'm a little bit, because I don't know the exact details and they yeah. won't know till after the surgery. But that's the way it is. I, like I say, I can't change it. And, and God will give me the strength yeah. to uh, learn how to deal with it and go forward. Now, so you're having surgery? <laughs> now, Dad, how do you, you guys, I mean, how, how do you, I mean, you've had surgeries yeah, in the past, you've dealt with things, I mean, but also uh, then dealing with... It's a tension on him. A, a, oh, I tension, think, T, yeah, of course, yeah, but I it's, think it's hard you guys have to him. deal with that together. I think it's very hard for him. No, we've Why been through it all, I mean, you know, we're a family. We've been through it all. We have wonderful friends. Like I said, we're a wonderful, close family. And you go day by day the whole bit. Yeah. And, and, and like, you know, I'm a man of faith. Yep. Um, you know, we'll see what it is. We pray and everything too. But, you know, life's been good to us. So we'll, we'll take it. I'm asking these questions because I'm genuinely curious about yeah. how yes. you live a life and you how just, you... You just deal with it. Yeah, you do. And because you can't change... You have to understand you can't change it. Change it. If you're sad and weepy and all those things, then you're missing more time that you had. Mom, that's literally the whole basis of my podcast. You literally just shout like that's the whole, <laughs> that's the whole pot of me being weepy and sad. Are you kidding me? 
You just told me my whole note. We just, we just want you to be proud of it. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, I mean, so by the way, I mean, listen, I, I still think I'm in my early 20s and obviously I'm not, not. but. You're definitely not. Well, help. I didn't ask your opinion like that. I asked mom. Like, I mean, it's hard to believe I'll we help a... you be your strength. Well, that, what, what I'm saying is that it's got to be. It's got to be nice for you that I finally have a, a family you that's are, listening to me. Uh, are, not I, you guys, uh, but a podcast. But, People well, listen. Us, we listen. I'm, jo- I'm joking. So, oh, and we're very proud of you. It's, no. it's been difficult years, difficult circumstances, and look where you are today. I, we're very proud of you. No, life is, you know, really, seriously, life is really good. We've had ups and downs, but it's, and that's one of the nice things about a family you know, no matter what, you have your family. You know, I've always preached. That. Yeah, you have always. I, I said, yeah. You yeah. have your family. But, you know, we've had our ups and downs. We've been through stuff, health stuff, financial stuff. But we're still here. Life is good. I mean, look where we're at now. This is, we just had a wonderful dinner. It was really great. You murdered that one dinner. hobo and you yeah. never got caught. That, that was a long time. I mean, but I'm saying you've done some bad things. But yeah. I'm a veteran, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> and we but love no, spending time with you. We, no. We have giggled all weekend. We have, but... But at the same time, giggled through. I mean, we all have dramatic oh, stuff going stuff. on. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, so that's the best stuff. thing is to laugh, right? Yes. But that's what the whole part of the podcast is: is that everybody's dealing with some real yes. horrible stuff yes. out yes. there. Exactly. So if we can be silly about stupid shit yes. like the like the Kardashians and yeah. Ben Affleck, yes. yeah, you know. Yeah. But you gotta laugh. You, you, gotta. you have, laughter is the best medicine. Don't take yourself so serious. But mom, you know. At the end of the day, Teddy Mellencamp is a horrible housewife. You know that. Who's that? Yeah, I don't know. Who's she has that? no clue who it is. Yeah, it's I have a, no idea it's who a, she, she is. She used to be on a, a show or something. She's no, I know John Mellencamp. John Mellencamp. It's John Mellencamp's daughter, actually. Oh, I was going to say. I was going to say, is that his she wife? Has, <laughs> she has nowhere near the talent of John her dad. It's, she's yeah. A, it's, yeah, it's not good. Um, and the other big news is Tamara Judge is returning to Real Housewives of Orange County. You guys don't know her either, but are you excited no. about that? Sure. Oh, well, of course yeah. we are. Yeah. Coach. yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Where this, is Tiffany? This is Tiffany who? Tiffany Moon. Oh, Tiffany. Well, unfortunately, they canceled Real Housewives of Dallas. What a, I know. What a horrible way to well, start the, the show. Thing, yeah, I they canceled the whole. Her. No, no, they canceled oh, the whole show, not just her. Because I like her. No, she. you met her once. I yeah. did, and she was so sweet. She was very nice. Um, very complimentary. Okay. I actually wanted to bring this up. Dad said, I had no clue. I knew you guys when you were first started dating, you had saw, seen the Rolling Stones and yeah. little, little Stevie Wonder opened up for the yes. Rolling Stones. But he said, you guys, and let me, if this is false or not, okay. he said you guys saw Elvis Presley in concert. Yeah, we did. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, in the early 70s. In yeah. Ohio? Yeah, in Columbus, Ohio. St. John's Ohio. Arena, Ohio State Ex- Campus. Did yep. you know he's the guy from the movie that Elvis that just came out? He's the <laughs> same guy. We're going to see that movie. on our date night next. Yeah, what you guys are doing a date night now? Yeah, we've started doing movie date nights. <laughs> and what is? And you saw Top Gun. Yep, yep. and uh, Downton Abbey, and next up is Elvis. Any handies? Um, Hand jobs during the movie. No. And, 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 no, we're, and, we're, we're still and, in the oral. And, 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 and next is yeah. when, when the crawdads sing. When the crawdads, yeah, yeah. you're really... I love that book. I love that book. But I asked that, like, what was it like to see Elvis? Because we know him as, like, you know, the supposed legend. Oh, but this, when you saw him, were you like, eh? This well, no, prime, we man. loved... See, he was just such a... It was, was so fun to get to see him. But he was in his heavier... when No, he wasn't. It's the early 70s. Mom's fat shaming Elvis right now. Oh, this is canceled. Yeah, he, had the big leg. Remember, he had the big leg. I have big leg. I have thick thighs, mom. That was a dick. 
Yeah, that was his third leg. No, 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 but you, do you remember seeing, like, do you remember that night? Yes. No, very much. And I remember exactly where we sat, over to the side. We had good seats. Yep, we had good seats. And what was it like? Because that was before video screens. Uh, Yep, yep. And we could see, and my vision was better. (laughs) Yeah, your vision, yeah. No, 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 it was really cool. Uh, If there's one thing you could go back, and uh, I know know, you're not supposed to live with regrets, and this isn't about regrets, but if there's one thing you could go back and, oh, I wish I had another crack at that, um, a specific moment or something that you would have liked to have done earlier in life, is there something that you think about? I would have liked to tra- started traveling earlier because I'm not yeah. quite sure we. we Dad, you traveled a, to Vietnam at like 18. Yeah. What are you talking we about? We had uh, we got our um, Alaska and Africa trips canceled due to COVID, so we're trying to rebook. But oh, we um, but we we just don't know how, you know what how many more of the places that were on our bucket list we're going to get to see. So we kind of wish we'd started earlier. Now, what did you say, Dad? What is yours? No, that's you know, really interesting because. I've always enjoyed you know my job. I traveled all around the United States and a lot of the, a lot of the uh, other countries and stuff. But just traveling, traveling is just so fun to see in new places and the experiences. Um, like we were just talking about when we were in Athens, Greece, sitting at the little yeah. cafes and stuff. It's just uh, really, uh, yeah, it's really nice. It really, and I like traveling domestically too. What's it like? Uh, and I don't, I don't have this experience. I don't think I will have this experience in this lifetime. But what's it like to watch your kids get older? And why it's won't cool. you know? I mean, it's um, fun. It's cool. It is. It's it kind is. of amazing. It's interesting. Because I flash. But how scary is it though? Yeah, I, it's, <coughs> I flash back when you guys were little, and I think about things, and you know, the whole bit. And I, uh, I remember you with the blonde curly hair, and uh, and all that stuff. It just. Uh, you flash, and I'm sure every parent does it, you flash back when you guys are younger. But then I look at you guys now, I'm very proud of what yeah. both of you and Kara have become. You're wonderful. Wait, what's the other Kara? one's name? Kara? Oh, that's my sister, sister. Kara, yeah. I mean, I mean, wonderful people, very kind-hearted. You guys make us proud. So yeah. it's really kind of cool. Life is really cool. I mean, you, it's in stages. And you look back and you're kind of amazed by it. I mean, Mom and I are older now. We don't feel older. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're the people that we used to think, well, they're old. Yeah. But our grandkids cool. keep us young, too. And they're oh, teenagers wait, do you now, see so people? Sad. Wait, do you, see, do you see people now that you're like, oh, God, those guys are old? <laughs> Like do you or do you are well, you when the, I look at mom, look yeah. at grandma. She's ninety. Well, grandma's ninety eight oh, years 98. old. Yeah. Uh, well, mom, uh, Vicky Gunvalson is another housewife, and she's a famous anti vaxxer like you are. Now, why did you not believe in the back? I'm joking, mom. I'm joking. She just I'm shot joking. me a look like mom, I was, I was saying, just wait totally. A minute, I'm no, I'm totally. Va- no, I know. I've, you've been boosted. You've been. I haven't got the last one. Well, because you're dealing with stuff. Yeah, yeah. They want me to hold on. Um, no, I'm just being a smart ass. So, but as usual. Exactly. That's what the whole thing is. So uh, traveling is in the future, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And so, it, you know, the big thing is to make it to 75 so you can have yes. the big 75th birthday yes. party. Yes. And uh, what would be, the, what's the dream vacation besides, well, Africa's one, yeah. you guys said, and then Alaska's another one. And um, I want to do Australia. I really wanted to do, uh, and then Amsterdam is my other one. Because of the weed. Yeah, That's the dad, coffee shop, not yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Tell, but did I ever tell what the time was in Amsterdam? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe I mean, scratch Amsterdam. Uh, maybe scratch Amsterdam. If but, there, yeah. I want to go to Spain again. I really love Spain. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Italy. We love Italy. Italy I want to live in Italy. I want to go to Portugal and then drive over to Madrid. Barcelona and, again. Yeah. Tuscany with my cousin. Now, uh, 
you know, we were talking about the kids in terms of what they're growing up with is oh. so much different than what we yeah, grew yeah. up with and just so many uh, different options, different choices and stuff like that. Um, I even am amazed how they deal with things. Yeah, because I want I, I mean, it's going to be shocking for you to see because you're now dealing with another set of kids with my yeah, sister's kids. and I, I, I worry about how I, as a child, would... I, I don't know that I could go to school now with like the shootings and stuff. I would be frightened. Yeah, of course. So I don't know how but they deal with it. Life now, then we though. had That's... the COVID thing and they didn't yeah, go no, to school they and they couldn't see their friends. They, they have a But it lot also sounds like you're making through. excuses so you don't have to go to school. But they, no, they just have so much to go I through. Know, but when, Mentally, I, I yeah, see where all their challenges come yeah. in and I empathize with them. Yeah, but it's all in perspective. You know, we look back, don't forget, we grew up with the polio scare. That was dangerous. Right? Nuclear war. That was big. To, we used to have, you know, exercises in school that we hid under the desk. In case like they, they do now. For oh, you guys had to deal with the Oregon Trail. I mean, however, they were getting to the exactly. the cart the and buggy Santa, thing. Well, and Santa Fe Trail was hell. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, when we, Christopher Columbus, you guys were sailing we, over we, here. We yeah. dealt with the Cuban Missile tr- Crisis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's all relative. Did you see in New York the other day? They've started uh, airing uh, what to do in case of a nuclear war. Yes. yes I'm okay. like, this is wild. As much as things... Would, how did you feel about 9-11? I loved it personally. No, God, Mom, what do you mean? What do you... What do you... I meant... As a young person, oh, you, were it, very you know what? Young. I remember that specifically. I just thought I about, no, wait a minute, oh, so you I went through that. I remember that specifically. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. I and I wasn't a George Bush fan, How but I remember at the time. I was thirteen years old. No, 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 no. I was older than that. I was older than that. But we're not, we're not here to talk about my age. Yeah. We're here to talk about no, your but age. But I'm wondering how you got through that. How you drugs, dealt with mom. It. Drugs. The, uh, H. No. 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 I remember. You know, it was really kind of like the end of the, the end of the innocence that Don Henley song yeah. because you couldn't Not have imagined so. something like that ever happening. So yeah. when I saw George Bush and like, uh, you know, we're gonna get you know for all of us, and I was, it was the first time that I had ever thought about joining the army. And Dad had always said, "You'll never jo- like you'll you can work at a Taco Bell over than joining the army because of your experience in Vietnam." But it was the one time that I was like, "Mother effer, how dare you attack Why our? Are- Do you think the way our country is now?" If we had another one of those, would people stand up and fight like they did back like then? Like they do in the Ukraine. No, you know, I get scared about that because, and, and listen, the freedom is one of the best things that we have, and we still have so much freedom that is, like, freedom insane. Listen, I, I get to talk about reality shows all day, but sometimes it doesn't make you weak or something, but I think we're now fighting against each other more than we fight yes. ever oh, against anybody else. 100%. And that's the thing, is that there's no common goal anymore. Uh, yes. and, you know, good, good, not, good comment. I just wonder that. Because back then, 9-11, everybody, man, people were joining and people were mad and very bad. I just... We're mad at each other now. Now, see, that's good really good. Good phrase. That's really good. That's really good. I'm, I'm very oh, but I even say myself, I'm mad at other people. Yes. Like, I... I've, yes. You know, it's I, we fight over stupid things like reality shows. Oh, we fight yeah. over, like, who we want on these... Like, that's what, when you realize you're like, man, I it's at this point, it's not even about Republican or Democrat to me. It's yes. about, like, Anger. can we just all agree that this is crazy? And, and we can't even do that and anymore. And, and some of our friends were seeing that. I just dropped out of one of my clubs because I'm just seeing the controversy among the... Comments and that people is this one of your book? Yeah, you had like a bunch of book clubs you were like pitting against each other. Yeah, 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 wait, 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 your friends listen, but but they're they're just um angry. There's so much anger. Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to be angry about. I mean, like, we we have so much freedom, and if it gets taken away, there's so much, but. 
The positive message that to bring it back to, though, is that there's so much great stuff yes. that you guys have been able to experience. To focus on but that. How do you how do you appreciate life? I I just thank God for every day that He gives me. I find something positive in every day. Like at nighttime, when I say prayers, I just thank Him for certain things throughout the day. Something little. You know, oh, I was able to get in that line second in instead of, you know, in the gas line tenth in. Or You're thinking God about gas lines? Anything. What if he doesn't even know what gas is? He does. Okay. Well, so that that's a good that's a good way I mean, to, to be day, of daily appreciative. You have, to think, you have to think of the positive things. If you think of the negatives only, then you're losing your lifetime. But yeah, it's just, and you think things, it's always... Not the big thing. It's always the little things. I'm yes, not... that's what I'm saying. Gas line. Okay. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking I have a lot of gas. Yeah, but I'm thinking I, I'm thankful for we have a nice house over our head. We yes. have food. We have good friends. We have a great family. I mean, and there's troubles in the world, but we'll get through it. I really, I'm an eternal optimist. I get very depressed at times about what's going on, but I think we'll get through it. We always do. Uh, it's just, it's always a little thing. I'm just so thankful for everything. Uh, I think, you know, I think, you know, and like mom, I believe in God, uh, you know, faith, hope, and love. And I just really hope that, you know, that, um, that we can replace the hate in people's hearts with faith, hope, and love. I mean, we're all, we're all different people. But we're one people in this together, man. You know, yeah. I mean, it's and, just and as we read that. a lot. And if you if you read history, so people much. Of Mom, saying, this is a sh we watch TV. Like, I we're know, not going to read. They don't read, but, but so much of this stuff has already been said and done. People don't and, know history. Yeah. And they got well, no, I always say even pop culture it. is cyclical. We've done yes, we've done these things again. Well, one. even comparing Ben Affleck and J Lo to Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, you or, or you point. know, really is that we point. just it's more in our faces now because point, we carry a yeah. TV screen with us at all times. That's so it's the not only, really new to us, but uh, life more is so good. to you. So uh, your seventy fourth birthday, did you ever think you would be this old? No, never thought about it really. Because 65 was the big old, and now I'm Well, Paul, Paul McCartney, was the Beatles song when I'm 64? Well, or 64, that was like, wow. And now I'm 74, so whoop. But it is amazing. When you look, I mean, I'll be 74, you know, like in five years. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'll be 74 in three months, and it, I look back and think, God, it really is amazing. I mean, Well, wow. that's what the scary thing I always tell the audience is that, you know, I always... It's almost 80. Well, now I'm in the thing of like, oh, my God. You know, I think about My 2020 and I'm like, oh, we're 22 years past. Like, I always think of that as just yesterday. Yeah. Life really does speed up to a great clip. It's just it just does. You know, but at what point did you, I mean, I mean, what is the, you know, when you guys were middle aged, I mean, what was that? Was there ever a panic? And you guys had kids at the time. So how, I mean, you know, I have the lucky, I, I have the lucky position of not having kids so I can really get in depth with myself <laughs> and like my, you know, pathos and you know all this stuff but when you guys were feeling possibly what i was feeling you had kids on top of that how do you hide marriage, all of that kids. stuff from your kids exactly that that's a a, a good thing I, and we just we were very protective beep, beep. Uh, um uh i i just don't know all the the terms to no. use it and and it was because i think faith was a lot of ours yeah that you know what I'm not the one that's going to take care of it. God's going to take care of him. He's got a plan for us all. He's I've got never, a plan for yeah. you. He's got a plan for dad, Kara, all of us. 
I never worried about getting older. Never really thought about. Yeah, it. I didn't. I'm amazed by it that I'm older. You know, just like as I look, like I'm almost seventy four. I mean, eighty's only six years away. You know, and yeah. I, but and it's I, just a but number. I, but I don't worry about it. I'm kind of amazed about it. I kind of get off on it. It's kind of cool. You get, get off, off on it? it? Wow. <laughs> I, I got to get off on something. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I guess that's the thing, too, is that, you know, uh, if if ever you need help, it would be me or my sister Kara helping Correct. you guys. Correct. Have we established anything in the will or anything? Who's going to help me and take care of me? You? <laughs> Yeah, who's going you, to do? That's on, what I'm saying. Own, I can't do that. Own, is there has there that, been something in the will about me? No. The, well, the will is in a trust, and you're you and your sister divided up, and then yeah. But what's in the trust about me? You have to think about how you're going to. There's stuff in there to take care of you for a bit. No, no. You said you, you said you were spending yourself. all of it, and I will well, we sell teach, the house. We we're, trying, we're trying. Yeah, yeah, we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I damn Biden. The the pandemic kind of put us behind a little bit. Yeah, every time we look at the uh, the the numbers and then we say, oh no, life just lost. Okay, so finally, to end on a positive note, actually, and to go back to more towards pop culture, you guys don't watch a lot of TV anymore. But what do you watch? You said you just saw the new Downton Abbey movie. We don't like. It's really like myself. I, I Big Bang Theory. I'm watching I don't. They put something in that show for people that like it. it you it like it's like visual melatonin where it like sucks yes. you guys in. And I, I didn't, and I hated it at first. Like well, I love The I, Office, I but Big Bang it. Theory. I don't hate it, but I don't I, think it's like the best thing I've I ever like seen in my Sheldon. life. It, I really like no. You but that's what, you um, even watch the spinoff shows. Young yeah. Sheldon is Tom Cruise in a miniature. But I. Uh, his no, looks, really? You think Young looks, Sheldon is like Tom? Look at him. Look at his yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. But no, um, don't really. Now, Mom will watch it because I go to bed early because I get up early, and uh, but right but I read a lot. We read a lot, we read a lot. and we're very active with our friends. And I'm going back through Heartland again. I'm starting over. The show the Heartland, she's into you guys. It's, I love. It's, it's such a clean. Have you family. watched Yellowstone? I was just going to bring it up. All our friends. It's like R-rated uh, Heartland. They always it talk is about, exactly. Never, I've never watched. You gotta watch. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Somebody dies. It's a small week. town. And I don't Kevin, like, like it. Everybody don't, talks no about it. All our friends I don't watch like it. it. And we'll be with other people and say, "Do you see that?" I'm like, "Huh." But mom, mom, you don't like it, but you've never seen it. Like I have. No, no, but, but you said when when you got the Apple Watch for Christmas, you said I don't want it. I'll yes. never wear it. Yes. And now you're you right. love it. With I all, do. That was me you too when I got my right. Apple Watch. But Yellowstone, every time somebody would die and then they'd use all the curse words, it just wasn't my thing. Curse words aren't your thing. No, not the, in everyday language. Remember, like that I was your whole language. To, I remember there's we a used lo- to cuss really well. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot more vo- better vocabulary words that they. It's like a, a shock value. So people at home really did. They I keep getting emails and and DMs about you guys uh, coming back on. So I'm glad, and we do have to make this more of a regular thing oh, again. Okay. Uh, no, not well, for you, mom, cool. for dad. Your, okay. No, I'm, we, jo- I'm, jo- I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. No, but they really did. It, it they really did. Right. Us, but, you know. And if I get one bad review because you were on today, Ooh. I will, it'll never happen ever again. Okay. Um, and just, uh, like a flashback to the past in when we podcasted before, um, do you, um, do you remember the, um, the Cardi B song? 
Oh, I'm what not singing that thing. Will you? Uh-uh. Well, it's it's WAP, Mom. Yes. WAP. What does WAP stand I'm for? I'm not saying that. Come on, no, Mom. No, Do it. No, 74. You. No, what does no, WAP no, stand no, for? No, no, you no, forgot. No. That's why. Because you don't remember what yeah, it stands I'm for. Old. The, I can't remember anything. WAP. Wet. I can't remember. Ass. <laughs> what does the P stand for, Mom? No. no. Good stuff. <laughs> okay. No, I, uh, I think I remember. Bill and Becky Bailey sign up for their Patreon. Uh, they're doing a podcast coming up called. Um, what what would you call your podcast? BB Okay. Happy birthday to Becky Bailey. It is today, so happy send a good birthday. thought her way. And uh, we love you guys. And thank you all for thank supporting you. Ryan. Peace. Love you. Because we don't have no to. No hate. <laughs> no hate. No hate. Definitely no hate. Betches.